You ready? I'm ready. This is your spiritual podcast station, bringing you the uncut, unblocked, and unscripted. This is the only place in the podcast universe giving you a balanced approach and a look at the other side. Everything from A to Z. We are live right now in the 1831 studio. My name is Natia Moore. And I'm Anthony Fleggins. And this is Pastor Anthony Said. Welcome, everyone, to this episode of Pastor Anthony Said. Come on in. Make sure you like, share, and comment. Make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel at Pastor Anthony Said. Yes, 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 yes. How are you? I can't complain. What about yourself? I'm doing all right. Good. I also can't complain. I know this. Can't complain. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we bless you for strength, for mercy, and for grace. We thank you for your unmerited favor and looking beyond our fault and meetings at our need. We thank you for being who you are in our lives. We thank you for allowing us to do what you called us to do in this day and this hour. We give you all the praise, glory, and honor in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen and amen. So your day is okay. My day was okay. Good, good, yeah. good, 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 good. Yeah, mine said today's President's Day. Right? Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 President's is, yeah. Day. yeah. I don't know much about President's Day. I should know. Mm. Yeah, look it up. See what's, what's this what's, what's this about? Yeah, I know President's it was, a, Day. It was really, I used to, when I used to work for the federal government, uh-huh. it was like the thing. Like everything kind of really shut down. We really honored, um, you know, the president for right. sure. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. So, right. I mean, it's a, it's a big I thing. get it, but I'd like to know, you know, when it started. Okay. Who started all of those you know, things? Yeah, I don't know that. Um, but we can find out. We can find out what's going on with this. One. <laughs> if somebody we knows, definitely can know. find out. Yeah, come on and let us let us know. I feel like people don't. I feel like this is one that people don't know. It's like why they off of school on Monday. You know what I mean? Like, oh, we don't have school Monday, mm. but why? Yeah, this like, is President's Day though. This this would be the day, right? That, yeah, that we celebrate. You know, or the day we have a more of an understanding in, yeah, in school, yeah, whatever. Yeah, I but think I, so. I never remember even talking about. <laughs> President's Day in school. Yeah, I, I think I did. I think I did, just forgot. It's been so long ago. Yeah. And so yeah. So President's Day. Um, uh, and why is it in February? That's mm. what I like to know. Yeah. Why is it in the month of February? Interesting. Does anyone know? Anyone if you know, knows? come on and yeah, let us yeah, know. Let us I mean, know, you know, you Google saying? University right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 1885. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm looking at right now. Yeah, I knew I know about this. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uniform uniform Monday holiday. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I know I know a little bit about this, but I forgot. Eighteen eighties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot. I forgot. I forgot. I forgot. Um that they expanded to honor Lincoln. Yeah, I forgot about I forgot. So uh That's yeah. what we celebrate that. Okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So, okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't. I feel like nobody really talks about President's Day. No like that. one talks about this day much, you know. And I um, usually, I us, usually, I'm prepared for things like this. And um, and uh, Congress um, act a bill to put it into effect, 1971. Okay. Okay. <laughs> mm. Okay. Yeah. So anybody know anything about us? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the origin of the origin it. was in the it was in the eighteen uh, eighties, which is in the you know nineteenth century, mm-hmm. uh, the eighteen eighties, and this is uh, President's Day. <sighs> yeah. President Did it even Day. do anything like like I don't I don't think I, I don't even hear anything about like parades and, like no, different. I don't. I don't commemorations or I really I don't, just don't, don't think it's like you know it's a thing, but it's just it is not a thing. like. A thing. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. It's a thing, but it's not a thing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. 
So I I I I buy into a lot of this political stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I love I enjoy um, I enjoy politics. Mm-hmm. Um, I enjoy um, I in, of course I in, I enjoy uh, astrology, as I enjoy those things. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, uh, theology, um, and a couple a few other. L-O-G wise You know what I'm saying <laughs> Zoology and biology mm-hmm. not, not, not as much biology But zoology Yes Okay And so I enjoy those I I, I do enjoy studying those things But um, The 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 uh, the reason why I enjoy them Is because It, it allows me to um, uh, To be abreast On certain um, subjects So I can talk to people uh, At that level or, or I can bring them up to a certain level when I'm talking to them. Nice. And so I do study those things. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then and, and, um, you meet so many people that know so many different things. Yeah, sure. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's just good just to uh, to have um, a healthy conversation about about these things, even if even if you're asking the right questions. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know what I'm saying? It, 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 so you just need to be, you know, aware. Yeah. I think. I mean, do, 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 so do you think it's kind of disrespectful that we? It's not, it's it's clearly a holiday that we that's observed. Uh-huh. But the fact that it's kind of not a, it's not one that people really. I can't say they're not excited for. They're excited for the day off. But you know what I mean. Like, do you think it's kind of like dishonoring that we're not more knowledgeable about some of these? These holidays, I think that, um, so. So I, here's what I think about. Here's what I here's here's what I think about. Um, here's what I think about um, being knowledgeable about these days. I think they are not. I think that certain people are knowledgeable knowledgeable about them, mm-hmm. but the people that are knowledgeable about them are the people that got time to think about them and learn about them. I think a lot of people that we deal with and a lot of our contemporaries. Um, I, I I just don't think it. Actually, to them, I guess it doesn't concern them. It doesn't change. It doesn't what I, what I would call move the needle one way or the other. So if it doesn't really affect my life, I really don't me. I really don't think about it. People don't. I'm gonna say I in the terms of people. Mm-hmm. You know, they really don't think about it if it has no immediate impact on their lives. That's what I think about it because we do know a lot. We just don't know a lot about this stuff. Current events, we know a lot about current events. We know mm-hmm. a lot what's going on in the world. You know what I'm saying? But when it comes down to these things, uh, yeah, because the other holidays, I think people kind of are abreast of what they are. I'm just yeah. wondering, like, is it kind of? You think people are abreast of what they are? I think so, for the most well, part. I mean, like, well, well, President's Day speaks for itself. I mean, it clearly speaks for itself, it's but it's still Day. not like it's President's Day. Like, you know, it's not like a. I don't know. It's just not a big. It's just not a big thing. Like compared to. Like the Fourth of July, or like compared to some of these other like major holidays that we we consider them major, even though they're still on the same right, scale right, as. Right. So I don't know. I'm just wondering, is it? Yeah, yeah. Not yeah. honoring, but anyway, I see that um, four of the presidents actually have birthdays in February: George Washington, Abraham Lincoln, William Harrison, and Ronald Reagan. So I'm assuming it looks like that's why they're saying that. Like uh, at that time, most of the presidents' birthdays were like when they decided to make it a. Um, like official, like celebrated all over the United States. It looks like it had a lot to do with the, all of those presidents' birthdays being in February. Are you sure? That's what I say. Four presidents actually had birthdays in February. But that's George not Washington. But, that, blah, 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 but that's blah, blah, blah. not why they had presidents. The holiday is, is officially Washington's birthday. Okay. And the story of presidents' date dates back to 1800, following uh-huh. the death, and then it chronologized, chrono, chrono, chrono. It puts in order. Or puts in sequence uh-huh. their different birthdays and why it sounds like they decided to pass the law in 1879. Okay. 
with the re- anyway, whatever. That's what it looks like. That's what this yeah, but, website but, but says. But you, you named the president that was born after. Uh, I know. I'm saying after that. They initially it looks like they started by celebrating George Washington's George birthday. George Washington's birthday. birthday. Okay. But so that's where it started. As, yes. Okay. Good. Okay, as got time it, got progressed got and got all it. of these presidents' got birthdays it. were also, I guess, in February, they collectively celebrated them okay. at that time. So this would be more about George Washington. Yeah. Basically, like George Washington. Okay. That's what this would be about. And ironically, the other presidents were in February as well. That's right. You're right. During the, I'm looking at it. It says during the during a certain debate on the bill, it was proposed that Washington's birthday was renamed President's Day. Yeah. Okay. To honor the birthday of both Washington and Lincoln. So okay, those two men, Washington and uh, President Lincoln. Well, okay. Well, well, that's good to know. That's good to know. I hope someone learns something about that in that share time. Yeah. 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 yeah, so, yeah. I mean. Happy birthday, I guess. Yeah, 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 Happy yeah. So their nice. birthday, so their birthdays of uh, two of the most, um, I guess, important presidents. I guess the first one would be important because he's the first one. You know what I'm saying? And, and then, then I think Lincoln is the fifteenth president, if I'm not mistaken. It's fifteenth or sixteenth, if I'm not mistaken. Um, yeah. So yes, fifteenth or sixteenth president, one of them. And um, yeah, and so I yeah, I guess I guess that was that would that would be um, where we are right now. So if you go back and get the backstory of these men. The backstory of these men are are, are extremely uh, interesting. The mm-hmm. backstory of these men are extremely interesting. A backstory of a lot of our presidents are interesting, but these guys here, yeah, these guys here, with fifteen, sixteen, sixteen, I, I figured that. So these guys here had um had an interesting past. They grew up in, they grew up, you know what I'm saying, in a, in a, in a, in a, in a um in a in a in a um. In a way where uh, the found the, the making of the the making of the nation made them. Mm. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I mean, the making of the nation made them. Right. And I think that is why they really was able to um, put forth the changes they put forth and mm-hmm. uh, and um, uh, work and operate they did the way they did and um and when they did. Um, of course, both um well not I don't think Lincoln owned slaves. I, I know did. Washington. I don't think Lincoln owned slaves. I think I don't know. He we did. can do. We can do. I don't think Lincoln. Lincoln. I thought he did. I don't think Lincoln and then I thought owned they slaves. Transition into. No, I don't think Lincoln owned slaves. Okay. I don't think he did because Lincoln. Cause Lincoln left his Lincoln's father. Lincoln's father was some kind of like um, just a uh, uh, blue collar. You know, I don't think he was a mill worker, but blue collar farm worker. And I think Lincoln wanted a better life because that farm world was just too much for him, and he ran away. So I don't think they grew up, Lincoln didn't grow up with slaves because slave people, slave owners were most rich and wealthy people. And Lincoln didn't grow up in a rich and wealthy house. So, to okay. uh, you know what I'm saying? Uh, so most wealthy people owned slaves. And uh, Lincoln did I don't think Lincoln's Lincoln family. Didn't. Okay. Lincoln didn't, right? Yeah, because he, he grew up poor. But but Washington did. Oh, for sure. <laughs> Washington <laughs> did. Washington owned about like uh, I think Washington owned about a uh, like twenty something slaves got married and it went up like three hundred something. His wife mm. had more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. yeah, so he 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 is what they call he married up. He married up. <laughs> he definitely married up. Washington married up and that made him a millionaire overnight. And so he got married into him. He got married into millions. Mm. And so yeah, that was Washington. I think it was Washington said Washington said it was called the um. You, you seen something? 
Mm-mm. You think Washington said it was a book that it was a book that every pastor should read. Um, I told my members to get the book called The American Gospel. Yeah. And it's the book called American Gospel. I said every pastor should get that book so you will understand it, how we were able to, um, uh, how, we came, how we came to the place to have religious freedoms. And not only in order to have religious freedoms, we also had to have religions, religious tolerance. Mm. In order to have, in order to rightfully have religious freedom, we also had to have religious tolerance. Mm-hmm. So yes, we were a Christian nation. Now I guess we still are a Christian nation, with most people claiming to be Christians. Yeah. So we are a Christian nation. Um, we, uh, we, in order for us to rightfully, and I say us, I say us in terms of you know just being a part of this, um, being a part of this, um, I guess this this this, this system. I guess we had to be um, tolerant of all other religions. Mm. So yeah, so. We had to be tolerant of Islam. We had to be tolerant of the Baha'i religion. We had to be tolerant of other religions mm. in order to really, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. fully promote ours. Mm. And that's one of the things that was in the American gospel. One of the things that it was intriguing about this, and one of the things intriguing about this is Washington said, if I wouldn't be president, guess what he would be? What? A pastor. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Washington said, if I wasn't a president or I wasn't running for president, he said, I would be a pastor of a church. Hmm. Yeah, he said he could pastor of a church. Yeah, and he and, and guess what? He 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 said he would be a pastor of a church, and he said he wasn't religious, he wasn't a church goer, and he really didn't believe in prayer. Wow. And could still say, instead, he can read the book, y'all, and he said he could still make it out and be successful as a pastor in wow. an American church. Okay. <laughs> okay. He, he, he didn't believe in prayer. Yeah, he didn't really believe in prayer. And he, I mean, he, he did it, you know, politically, everybody, you know, but he really didn't believe in prayer. He did not believe in going to church. So here's somebody who didn't believe in prayer, okay. who did not believe in going to church. He said he could make, he can be, he would be a successful American pastor. Did he say, like, why? What made it easy? Was it just the speaking in front of people or the what? Like, what? I guess, I guess, and I guess, um, I guess, I don't know. I, he didn't say that. I don't think the book gave that part, but if I was in his, if I was there, um, you got pastors now that don't pray, <laughs> you know? <laughs> <laughs> Miles Monroe said Miles Monroe said most mm. pastors don't read and they don't pray. Yeah. I, I know this to be true. Most pastors don't read, most pastors don't pray. I know this to be true. I know it was true when people be well, I tell you before I know it was true when I see some of the things that we are praying about. Oh, okay. And some of the things we're praying about, if you knew about, you wouldn't pray about. Okay. And some of the things that you would pray for, you would pray against if you knew about what you were praying for. Okay. And so I, I, I get to some of the political things we talk about. Um, I, mm. I often talk about uh, the war in Ukraine. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Everybody free Ukraine and stuff like that. Yeah. But if you really read what was going on, right. you know what I'm saying? You, your prayer would be like, Lord, let different. your will be done. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Not my will, but yeah, your yeah, will. Yeah, that's Lord. all you would pray. That's all you would say. Because, you, you know, you can tell you just don't. To do that, mm. it means that you just don't you really read. don't know. No, nah, yeah. you just see what's going on and you just get involved. So mm-hmm. in, in that sense, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so when but, you say that some pastors don't, read yeah when you say read you mean just reading for comprehension like not reading for comprehension but reading for i guess like elaborate on that like you mean like they, they just they don't get into the book at all they're not digging into it or they're not studying okay it. let's let's get let's get this out the way real quick okay let me let me can we make a hard statement a real hard true statement okay buckle up Every, everybody ready for this mm. everybody ready for this 87 percent of people that graduate from college <laughs> do not read in fact, college was the last book they read. Eighty-seven mm. percent 
are people. Mm-hmm. I can see that. <laughs> who graduated college, stop reading. I can see that for sure. Y'all hear what I just said? Yeah. You only read to get the grade. Yeah, that's true. Wow. 87% of people that graduated college, mm. college was the last time they read a book. Mm. Okay. Is my microphone on? It's definitely on. Okay. <laughs> it's definitely on. I have no debate because it's true. That's true. You go to college, you it's read, crazy. and then when you get out, you're done. You don't read no more. And I can imagine what it is with the high school. Oh, my God. So if if, if you're not, mm. re- if the average person isn't reading, right. you know what I'm saying. Right. Now you get into uh, pastorship. I know, right? This It's crazy. And then now you get into pastorship, and you get into this, and now you, um, when I say, Miles Monroe made this quote by the way i didn't miles monroe okay. said most pastors don't read and they don't pray now when i said when i'm just so i'm just quoting miles monroe, what miles monroe said. Yeah. yeah so i got so many quotes of my own i don't mind giving credence to people right, and right. Get quotes. i got so much of, that, of my own stuff yeah. you know you know and um that's why i say most people don't read because once you do read mm. it creates a um your, uh, your internal flame comes on and your creativity is turned on. You begin to see things that you didn't see before and hear things that you already heard but don't know why or how you heard mm-hmm. them. And that's what knowledge does. That's what information does. That's mm-hmm. what reading does. Yeah. It brings out what's already in. Mm-hmm. Uh, Educare. Bring out what's already in me. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, mm-hmm. it, it, it awakens that part. Yeah. And that's why we, um, we should. But back to what I was saying. I say they don't read because we look at current events and then we go off, uh, we look at the current events, and we make our decisions based upon, uh, the, you know, the common idea of what everybody think about that event. Mm-hmm. That's why I said we don't read. And so we, so you get what I'm saying? That's why I say we don't read. So we see something that somebody said about something in politics, and we just say, wow, wherever the populace go, that's where we go. But, and then that makes the leader reactive. Okay. You know what I'm saying? It makes the leader reactive. And leaders should be proactive. Okay. So the only way to be proactive is you have to learn to, uh, you have to learn to garner information Mm. about a subject so that when you do open up your mouth or pray about it mm-hmm. or speak about it, you are in the right side of what's going on. Right. Or, and, and, and sometimes when you, when you have a certain level of knowledge, you don't take sides. You really just lay both sides out, you know, of, a, of, a, of any situation really. Mm-hmm. And then you lay both sides out and then you allow the people to decide. Or, they, or you would give a biblical understanding of what's going on right. and why should we do the things that we're doing. Okay. That's why I say we don't read. Yikes. Eighty-seven percent. That's a. That's lot. a lot. <laughs> um, I'm. T- <laughs> I mean, right. it, it, it makes sense. It, it, you because it's like, yeah, you can kind of see that because you really don't see people too much at lunch mm-hmm. with a book opened up. Everything, you know. So I guess my question is, do you think it's related to the fact that people have been to school that like they they were forced to kind of read in school or something like anything related to that, and now they just don't feel like reading, or is it just something that is not. I guess popular amongst our culture in general. I think it's. I think it's a. I think it's a. I think it's a whole. I think it's a lot of issues uh, that go with this. So I think there's a lot of reasons. Okay. I think a lot of reasons, but I'll give two or three reasons that okay. I think. Number one, I think that most people once they uh, finish school, high school, or graduate college, whatever mm-hmm. like that, I don't think they are really interested in the subject mm-hmm. that they are uh, that they are Have involved with. Yes, I don't think they're really interested in that subject. I think they're interested in what that uh, particular field brings. 
Okay. So a lot of people right now even get jobs, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. that they do not want to be in. Mm-hmm. You know, so you go to school to get a job that you don't like. I mean, you cannot, you, 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 you know, you, you don't like clocking in and can't wait to clock out. You have no interest in the field of work. Mm-hmm. But that you actually went to school for. Mm-hmm. So you invested most of your life, adult life, Come on. and then you're work, working in a field mm-hmm. that doesn't interest you. Yeah. So then, so now when it's time to read about this particular uh, subject, when it's time to learn anything, about, learn anything about it, it's like, hey, let's just get this out the way. But mm. the joy of learning. Yeah. has been robbed because I'm into something just for the money. In, I'm not yes, interested in this. Yes. I'm just interested in what it brings or I'm interested in what it produces or I'm interested in where I get out of it or I'm interested in, you know what I'm saying? So many other things. But when you find no interest in it, then you really don't care if you really don't care what goes on after that. You know mm. what I'm saying? And um, yeah, and so mm. that's one of the reasons why I, th- I think that um, I think people don't read mm-hmm. a lot. Number two, um, it's boring. Is it? Yes. Okay. If you don't find the problem. Yeah, if you don't find the right. What's interesting. It's it's boring. It's reading is boring. You get what I'm saying? So then you have to find a love for it. Yeah. I think people need to really find a love for that. Mm -hmm. And in a world, and then we talking about our culture, as fast as things are and as as much as it moves, you know what I'm saying? And um, a fast-paced culture. And uh, with the, um, I guess the, um, the lack of focus. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. And so you add the lack of interest with the lack of focus. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. You, you, nah. And social media. Yeah, social it media. Yeah, 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 the, yeah, 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 yeah. Cuts out all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But when you are, when you, but you have to understand when you are author as an author, the joy or the, the, the purpose of an author is to be exact about the subject. Mm-hmm. They do the best they can to be exact. When you're preaching or teaching or even having a lecture, uh, you know what I'm saying. You can mutter over some things. You can, you know, you can skip certain parts. And but when you're writing, you're you're you are being exact. So when you are reading about a subject, you are not only reading about the subject, you're also reading what the author says about that subject. Mm-hmm. And that author is is in, is intentional about being exact about what they are writing about. As a, you know, you know. You know, it, it varies from subject to subject, mm-hmm. but you, you're trying to be exact. So in doing that, sometimes you can get lost in what feels like nothingness. Okay. But they're really trying to be exact about something mm-hmm. and trying to get into it. If you don't, ha- and if you're not, and another thing, if you're not, if your life doesn't demand that, it's another thing. Which part? If your life doesn't well, demand Well, your life the- doesn't demand a certain level of, 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 of knowledge. Okay. Or having or information. Information. Yeah. Okay. So hey, if my job is to do this and make money, you know what I'm saying? You ask me to, you asking me to read for what? You know okay. what I'm saying? Where am I going with this? And okay. where is this leading me? You know, who am I talking to on my job? Mm-hmm. I don't like nobody on my job. <laughs> <laughs> I barely want to talk. I want to do my job and get home. You get what I'm saying? Yes. And so yeah, you, you get to that you get you put this together and you have a culture that really just doesn't value that. Okay. Another thing is that we don't value education. Mm. Yeah. So America doesn't really value education. And so since America doesn't value education, we, we find ourselves at this place, uh, this juncture. And now um, it seems like now mm. that, and then, uh, and then when someone does read, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then speaks, I'm, I'm jumping subject now. Okay. And do the best they can to make it colorful. Hopefully it inspires others too. Mm. And that's what you and that's what you have. But the purpose for having the purpose for reading and even buying books is not to read the books. 
let's get this together real quick. Okay. The purpose for having the purpose for buying, if y'all like buying, but anybody buy books or you know you're downloading you on your phone and everything, like, and you don't. The purpose for reading and buying a whole lot of books is not to read the books. The purpose for them is to having access to the information when you need it. Mm. And that's the point. I don't have to look for it. Well, we have the internet now, so YouTube. But yeah. really in digging into something and trying to get into something um, and trying to, you know, get to the depth of a certain subject or certain something I'm dealing with, the purpose for buying a whole lot is uh, in terms of um, reading material mm-hmm. is so you can have access to them, immediate access to them. Okay. Yes. Okay. And sometimes you look on YouTube and stuff like that, sometimes the information is not, um, it's sometimes the second tier information. Okay. You can really get you can really get the truth. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, for from sure. a certain doctor or a certain minister, a certain preacher. They really you can really teach you mm-hmm. about what's going on, opposed to you saying or thinking the way everyone else does. So those are the reasons. Those are that's it right there. Yeah, I mean a lot of people are recommended to to get books also like to expand their vocabulary and yeah, to, oh, yeah, yeah, you know yeah, all yeah, of those yeah, things. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I, overall I don't know. I don't think that <laughs> many clearly are very interested in reading. Yeah, here's another reason why a lot of people just don't have time. Well, they I just don't. Because going as soon as you start reading, you get tired. I hear that all the time. Well, you you gotta choose wisely where you decide to read. I don't know if in your bed is the best place to that read. Maybe true, true. I mean, because you you probably gonna fall asleep. <laughs> you need to be in a different kind of place. I think. I mean, some people do read in their bed, but I'm just saying Most the location kind of kind of makes a big difference. Most people do read in their bed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it is what it is. That's what I think. Okay. So anyway, <laughs> <laughs> so Miles Monroe said, "Most pastors don't read, and most pastors don't pray." And how you get now? That I don't know how you can get over that part. Like reading, okay. I mean, you sh- you need to read, but how do you not pray a today lot. as a pastor? Oh, it's easy. They they because they rather talk for him than talk to him. Oh, oh wow. that's good, cause cause talking to that's, yeah, that's why I, I know so, and the reason why I know so is most churches don't have prayer meetings. Wow, they got revivals. They got more pastors right now that have um actual um uh, uh concerts than prayer oh, meetings. Oh wow, yeah. wow, that's something. Yeah. So now, cause pastors that pray, you know what I'm saying? They they actually have a church that prays. Mm. And they, um, and an old lady told me this. Um, she said, in order to have sex, in order to have a successful church, you have to have. Um, um, she said, you have to have a weekend gathering. That's the, that's the Sunday or Sabbath. They have to have once a week gathering, um, worship gathering. You got to have Bible study, and you got to have a prayer meeting. Mm. And I found that out to be true. And then I see churches now that have these weekend gatherings with no prayer meetings. Wow. Whether online, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If, they, if they can't, if they don't have a building or they don't have access to a building, you know, after COVID, everything changed. For sure. Or whatever, and, you, and a lot of a lot of churches do not invest in Bible study. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of churches. I know a lot of churches mm. that put no invest. No, there, there, there is nothing, and it, it is nothing for them. I'm coming against nobody. By the way, this is just observation. No, no I am coming against nobody. <laughs> Hear what I said? But it is, it is nothing for a pastor to counsel Bible study. It is to like cancel yeah, it. Cancel it. Like you know, we're not having we're not having Bible study this week. Like just cancel it. Like it's like it's nothing. You know what I'm saying? Not not I'm gonna get on and talk and stuff like that, you know? And a lot of pastors, what they do is they um even um they even uh hand their Bible studies, which is the most important part of the service, by the way. They hand their Bible studies over to their other ministers. Is that 
not okay. Oh man, that is that is that is that is that is that is poor leadership. Because when I'm breaking down the depth of the word, mm-hmm. I'm not talking about Sunday school, my Bible study. Right, right. And I'm breaking down the depth of the word. Mm-hmm. And e- even if I am, because most, most pa- a lot of pastors are, they are not contextual. They're denominational. Okay. So you got people right now who are baptized in Jesus' name, you know what I'm saying, or, or baptized in the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, whatever it is, and don't know why. They don't even know the truth. They don't know the difference. They don't mm-hmm. know where it came from. They don't even know where it started or when it started. Okay. So they right now believe in something, but why do you believe what you believe? And that's what Bible study does. Why, okay. do, we think, why do we think the way we think? You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Why do we why do we operate and function the way we operate? It, it, you're, able, you're able to take your time and hear the pastor's heart. This is what this chill church is built on. This is who we are as a ministry. Mm-hmm. This is where we stand. This is why we join this. Right. And this is the this is the these are the principles. Okay. You know what I'm saying? The building blocks. Yeah. Go for it. So when you say that that they're passing it on to, to their ministers, you um, mean like consecutively that's the only, that's who just teaches Bible study. Or are you talking about no, every once in a while, you know, that no. you have a minister come and do Bible study? What I'm saying is they frivolously give it away when they say we're not doing it today, when we let somebody else do oh. it. And the person that they let do it is not qualified to teach. I see. Okay. And just because you're giving us a couple examples, really, really, really what Bible studies become is like an, um, it really Bible studies become, it becomes a word with testimony service. Mm-hmm. So somebody give a word and it mm-hmm. testify how good God is and say he's going to be good to you if y'all hang in there. And that's Bible study. Okay. But there is no studying of the Bible. Yeah. So yeah, when exactly. you hear so when you hear somebody at who actually teach the Bible, you kinda stuck. You're it's like, shocking. Whoa, like wait a it's minute. Shocking. Like, wait a minute. That, it is. It it is, right? Yeah. And so now and then and now you got and then after that what you have are you have now what you do is you um you raise a group of ministers. I we, I know quite a few of them who try to master something they don't know about. Yeah. So you try to, and that's my point about um, learning because now we're trying to preach the word or be a master of the word. These are, the, I know right now people who've never been to Bible study in Sunday school and they're in theology, they're in some kind of theology school. Okay. But you, but you get what I'm saying? Yeah. But you don't have the ABCs. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And the elemental piece by your pastor. Mm-hmm. It's one thing when a theologian teaches, but it's another thing when a pastor teaches. Right. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Because one person, and, and I'm not coming against either one, but one search for the truth and one search for knowledge. One go to God to get it, and the other one, God comes to them. Mm. And you got to be able to have both elements. And some right. pastors are the, um, uh, theologians, mm-hmm. and some pastors are, you know, um, theological teachers. Okay. So yes, yeah, so I'm not coming against any of them. I won't I don't claim to be any of those things. You know what I'm saying? I don't claim I've never claimed to be that. Mm. I've never claimed any of those things. I'm just, you know what I'm saying? I am gifted to do what I'm called to do. Yeah. But I don't put no title or right. I'm this, I'm that. I, people do people do me that way. Mm-hmm. But I don't I don't I don't claim to do that. I don't I don't you know what I'm saying? Right. I'm the common man's thinker. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? When it comes to the word, I just bring out what God gives me so that it'll it'll, it'll promote the uh the understanding and the and the truth that our people already know but don't know why they know. Right. Okay. And that's what I am doing. So, yeah. And so when you raise the people who who want to preach but don't know what they're talking about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Yes. It's so yeah, you can be educated and not be smart. Mm. You just train. <laughs> so yeah, you sound educated, but you're not intelligent. Right. You're not smart. You yeah. don't know what you're talking you're not about. Quite sure. You just know you yeah. just know how to say it. Yes. Yes. You know how to, you know you know how to articulate mm-hmm. it. 
and extrapolate. Yeah. And pontificate. Uh-huh. But you really don't. <laughs> you really communicate. You get what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. You know, and you really know how to do all those things, but mm. you don't know what you're talking right. about. Mm-hmm. So when it's time for you to get to, when it's time for you to really unfold the word, it, it, it's, it's, you give a couple of cliches, give a couple of points somebody else make, mm-hmm. and you're ready to hoop them out. Right. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. And so now you have to be able to, okay, you have to be able to stand within this and then begin to give understanding and credence and inspire others to want to know more about God and the word. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Go find it for themselves. Yeah. You give so much of your life to it, you should know something about it. Yeah. It's definitely a big difference. I mean, the church I used to be at, Used to go to which shall remain nameless tonight. Remain nameless. Um, we not we not yeah, calling nobody. It shall out. remain nameless. You know somebody gonna call me out because we always call people out. You know somebody gonna somebody gonna somebody gonna it shall drag, remain nameless. Somebody gonna drag us all over the mud. You hear what I said? <laughs> we go in laugh and keep it going. And um, for us, Bible study at that time had become just like it was Sunday. It was Sunday, but on a Tuesday. Okay. So it was, um, you know, praise and worship, everything, and then it was. It was a sermon, but again, we weren't we weren't picking a picking apart the Bible. Right. I mean, there was a a uh, like a standard text that we were referencing, uh-huh. but we really weren't like learning. It yeah. was more or less a hoop, but you know, yeah, it kind of yeah, yeah, and it yeah. kind of just that's what I thought Bible study actually was uh-huh. until I came in. I was like, oh, okay, like you really was picking apart the the you, the, the 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 lack of knowledge that a couple of you had when you came to this church mm. surprised me. Listen, the lack of we didn't knowledge, learn anything. The lack of knowledge. So <laughs> my mind was okay. They must not have been studying, or they must no. not have been paying attention. No, or the pastor must have been so cute. They were just googly eyed. No, that's how I was thinking. Like they, they were just so in love. Uh-uh, so we he not, was too not, old. Not, we not, <laughs> he was younger. We, we mm-hmm. no, they were so infatuated with the pastor and all mm-hmm. googly eyed. They just came there just to hear the pastor's voice no. and the swag and the style and the no. you know what I'm saying. And they said wow, and then just missed the word. No, because I'm gonna tell you why. I say that. I said okay. that. Because that church y'all came from, I was at the church for an entire year. Okay. And I learned a lot. I didn't learn a thing. <laughs> I learned a whole lot at that church. No. And I was saying, I learned a lot no. at that no. church. I guess different strokes for different folks. <laughs> we were there since we were like 15 or 14. So, so we started know more than me. In, as, a, as a young person, but we also were put in a category called Teen Temple. Okay. So a lot of times we were placed you in You shouldn't a, have said it like I'm that. I'm sorry. Teen <laughs> development. I'm not sure what to say, but wherever it was, where the teens and the young people would go, that's where we needed to be. And so we would, you know, be in groups, but you know, we really didn't really learn that much. And so then when we converted back into the normal church, can I say normal church? Our regular church, like we just really didn't get everything. Like I said, was a it was a it was a it was a sermon on like a Bible study night. So I mean, there were you know a few things here and there, but we weren't really taught to open the Bible mm-hmm. to really learn it, like to really dig into it and what revelate, like it wasn't a lot of revelation. It was more, like you said, like, I don't want to say gimmicks, but it was more just like these themed um, talks mm-hmm. um, that you remember, but you really don't, didn't get a lot from it. Mm-hmm. At least, at least from our perspective. And maybe the age was different and the background was different because you were coming in maybe with a common knowledge already of maybe what was being broken down. But yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't like that. Mm-hmm. So, 
Well, yeah. well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, can't win them all. But it was good because <laughs> when we came, we was like, because clearly, like, when we came here, it was like, oh, okay. You know, I was, I was, when wow. I was, when I was teaching, I was teaching, I'm looking like some of the things I'm saying, I kind of thought that we sort of had general knowledge about. But then when I started saying, I said, oh, man, I got to go back to Genesis. Yeah. <laughs> like one <laughs> like for I real. have to go back in the beginning to the, in the beginning yeah like for real so, seriously and so but that inspired that inspired others to learn more about the Lord and as a the pastor the pastor is, is supposed to be the teacher mm-hmm. and I said and you know uh again I'm not I'm not coming against anybody else's uh theology or anything else like that but pastor and teacher are one mm-hmm. and what we called what we call the fivefold ministry. I don't call it fivefold; right. I call it four. But Correct. that's me. Um, somebody else may think different, and we have, you know, we have the right. I mean, to it's a thing. People this. really that's Believe, a, they yeah, teach yeah. that they it's teach five. That. Yeah, it's so. five. So, and then I um, and then we move forward, and um, and but pastor and teacher, are sort of the one. So they would just stabilize, um, functions in the church. Mm-hmm. You know, and Paul, and in and even in that book of Ephesus, it's it's it's, it's, it's a lot to talk about in the book of Ephesus but even in the book of Ephesus the book of Ephesus is uh is, is one of the best books on church truth okay one of the best books on church truth is the book of Ephesus and that being said we learn how to operate within the local assembly not just um not the body of Christ at large mm-hmm. but the local assembly the reason the, the, the part of a part of a part of us have to understand that when Paul was writing that there was no there was no <sighs> There was no complete ledger of what the local assembly would be, so it was actually the local assembly was actually being developed during the time. Mm. And if you stop at the development of anything, you don't have a thing. Mm. So if the church was being, de- you get what I'm saying? Yeah. So if the church was being developed during the time that Paul was writing, then we cannot end. The church cannot. Paul's writing cannot be the finale yes. of who the church is. Yeah. Now that's now that right there just makes sense. It, I mean, it wouldn't. How can it stop? How could that be? That it? just makes sense. If you you get what I'm saying. So if we took that common understanding of what we believe the church is to be, and we get you, and we're capturing all of our truth, we're capturing the entire weight and brevity of the truth based upon what someone was writing while the church was being developed. Mm-hmm. Then we're going to have a problem. Because what you're going to have now is you're going to have a truth or gospel for an underdeveloped church. Yes. Yes. So there had to be somebody in Come place. On. And this is why, and I tell everybody, this is why you need a pastor. Mm. Yeah. This is why the Bible says the letter kill, but the spirit make alive. This is why. The reason why is because most of the people that wrote the Bible, in fact, everyone who wrote the Bible never read the Bible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There is no right of the Bible that ever read what we call the Bible. The Bible. B I B L E. None. No one. Mm-hmm. No one. They read parts of the old, you know, it really wasn't the Old Testament then. It right. was just documented. They read parts of those documents right. and books. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? But no one ever had the collection of it. No author of it. And I don't think an author actually knew that what they was writing would be in something called a Bible. Right. Yeah. That's interesting. That it is. is interesting. It is. That is interesting. Mm. No author of the Bible wrote knowing that their writings would last two, three thousand years. Right. 
none. Mm-mm. They was writing for an immediate time. Even be immediate, Yes, even, even, and if anyone want to say, well, 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 the book of the Revelation was for the future, right? And as they'll say that, I'm saying, yes, but who was he writing to? Right. The seven churches. Mm. So again, you know what I'm saying? Whoever he was writing to, mm. he knew you know, they wouldn't be here two and three thousand years. Right. So he was writing to a particular group, to the seven churches, and then he gave the word. So that was even written to a particular group. Mm. But um, yeah. The people do think that it it that's it is the end all that that we use Paul's writings, which is great. Yeah. And then there's no continuation. Like, is it looked at as like a not blessing me, but does it look at as like disrespectful to continue? Is that why you think people uh, stop? Yeah, like, why don't I, I, I is it laziness? People, like, no, 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 no. Okay. They stop because this is why I think they stop because they should have never started. What do you mean? <laughs> <That's> exactly what, <laughs> what I do say. you mean? I say people who st- most of the people there are not that many pastors out here, by the way. Yeah. Let's just get to this. Because this, 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 yeah. I was going, one of my questions is coming there up about not that. that like, many, oh. There are not that many pastors or bishops out here. Every, just because you got a title, title, just got a name, just because you got a label. So if I put black water in a Coca Cola bottle, it doesn't mean it's Coca Cola. Black juice. It's we black are right. <laughs> it's black juice. Okay. So just because I put all the label. Yeah, so just because I put that in the Bible, that doesn't mean. Mm. Uh, thank you, Deshaun. She's not moving too much. Who are you? I'm moving. I'm just much, much shaking the camera and stuff. While oh, I'm moving. oh, oh. Thank you. So just so just because so just because I am um, just because you put you know <laughs> black juice or black water in a um, Coca Cola bottle, it doesn't make so you just got a label. And that being said, that when people see it, they think, well, that's that's it. Jesus said it. That's that, that that they stop right there. Um, truth be told. Uh, the scriptures are the foundation from which we should build upon. Um, we don't build upon them because we don't know what to build. Mm. And we don't know how to build. Okay. And most of us aren't builders. Right, right. And especially not builders of people. Mm-hmm. And if you're not a builder of people, you'll read something and say, well, there's no more. You know, it's, there is more. God didn't give you more. Right, right. And when you manipulate the people, they don't know mm. that there should be more. Mm. And so they looking at you saying, okay, and you looking at them saying, hey, you know, yeah. and that's it. That's where it stops. Wow. But God didn't give you another revelation. Uh, and the Bible says we build upon the apostles' doctrine. Mm. We build mm-hmm. upon we it. Build upon scripture. We build upon it. Upon. We, we stand upon it. We don't change it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You don't ignore it. You know, and you don't desecrate it. You don't tear it down. Okay. You build upon it. Mm-hmm. You can't build upon the knowledge because God did not grace you to do that. Wow. So you stop with them. Okay. And when you got people right there who can't give anymore, it's be and and and, and when and when they mm. try to get and, and 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 that's when the grace comes in. Mm. Grace is not what grace is not what you go after. Mm-hmm. Grace is what you accept. Amen. You have to accept grace. Somebody put that in the comments. <laughs> you you have to accept grace. You have to accept grace. Mm-hmm. You ready for this? Grace, you can't even you can't even really receive grace until you accept it. Wow. Got it. You have to accept grace. Mm. Wow. And people really don't accept grace until they understand mercy. Wow. Okay. 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 I can understand that. So unless you understand Mm. that you have been forgiven, you don't know how to accept the fact. Unless you understand that you, let's put it this way, unless you understand that you are guilty Mm -hmm. of what you did and deserve. Mm. Whatever's coming your way, but you have been forgiven. Mm-hmm. I have to accept that forgiveness. 
once I've accepted the fact that I've been forgiven, then I'm, I'm allowed to experience his grace. Mm. As long as people think that, man, what happened to me going to come back and knock me out. What right. happened to me? You get what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, they believe in all that stuff like that. Folk that believe in karma really can't really have grace. Mm. Pretty much. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I know a lot of people right now, I know a lot of people that believe in karma. It's going to come back and get you. Mm. It's going to come back and get mm-hmm. you. It's going to come back. So it's everywhere, every time you look around the corner, you think wow. something. And anything that happened wow. to you negatively, what you do is you go back to the thing that you've done. Mm-hmm. You really don't understand forgiveness. Yeah. There's no way. And the Bible says that. Now the Bible also wow. says. The Bible also says, um, as so uh, as a man sows, so shall he reap. Mm-hmm. You get it. Yes. But God shall not be mocked. Mm. God shall not be mocked. Mm. Whatever man sow, that also shall a man reap. God shall not be mocked. It had nothing to do with man's condition. Mm. It was our relationship with the Lord. God cannot be mocked. Mm. Whatever man do. That's also what a man gonna read. You get it? Yes. But if I am in the, if I am now at a place where I'm understand and receive grace, and have accepted His grace, yeah. Then that then takes me to a place where I now understand what's going on in my life and how I should live my life today, not con- not considering the things of old. Mm. And as soon as you bring that up into your new day, what you do is bring in your yesterday into your tomorrow. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What it simply means this. All it means is if you, if you, this is what it means, everybody. Y'all better, you need to get this so y'all can, y'all can free your little brains. This is what it means. This grace thing and as a man, social, see y'all mm-hmm. reaping all this and you're going to get back what you did and all that. Okay, let's, let's yeah. deal with this with this karma stuff real quick. All this, this does not mean you're going to get back or, or life going to slap you with some of the things because of some of the things you've done. What it means is you're going to have to forgive somebody for doing some of those things mm. to you. Mm. It doesn't mean, so you're going to have to experience mm. some of there are some things that you're going to experience where you're going to have to forgive somebody else. <laughs> That's all that means y'all. Y'all looking for a truck to hit you. What goes away yeah, yeah, comes yeah. back you, you, yeah. you, you, you look. <laughs> That's what y'all looking for. You get what I'm saying? Yes. But the time going to come when you're going to see these things in the future and you may have to teach somebody else, yes. hey, don't do this. Yes. The lesson comes back around. The lesson repeats it. Either repeats you want to be the teacher of it mm-hmm. or you're going to experience it or you're going to see it mm-hmm. or you're going to understand it. What it's saying is, mm. and this is why Paul said, Paul said, I, you get what I'm saying? Good clarity, one, of the, yes. one, one of the things Paul said, and y'all got to be careful with this. Mm-hmm. When they asked Paul who he was, Paul said, I robbed no man. Mm-hmm. Paul said, I robbed no man. Paul robbed the whole life folk. <laughs> when they asked Paul about who he was, Paul said, yeah, I, robbed no, I, I, ain't, I ain't into robbing anybody. I, that, that, that part of my life is over. I, I'm done with that part of my life. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Now, when that we think, we think, and everybody else think, that, well, Paul, he, 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 he brutalized Christians, so he was brutalized. Mm-hmm. He hurt and killed believers, so his life was always in danger. Right? Yeah. But that rule doesn't apply to one person. Mm-hmm. Because then how did you justify the life of James, mm. who was beheaded? Okay. Who did he kill? Right. The microphone going to come on in a minute. Right, right, right. As soon as y'all wake up. Right, right, right. Yeah. How do you justify? Mm. How do y'all explain what happened to Peter? Mm-hmm. Who did he kill? Right. Who did he hurt? Mm-hmm. The brother was catching fish. Yeah. 
slicing ears, but you know, he sliced the ears. Yeah, but he wasn't really. But he ain't ain't killed nobody. (laughs) So how do you? How do you see when you explain when you explain what Paul went through? Mm -hmm. You must also you know. So y'all look at apply to how does it apply to everybody? And that's what and that's why the Bible said God can't be mocked. See, Mm -hmm. you're looking at it your own personal experience, Mm -hmm. but if it happened happened to you, it happened to happen to all of us. If it's a law, right? The law of gravity works for all of us. What mm-hmm. goes up must come down. Yeah. And I with your weight. Yeah. How long you been here? No, How righteous you are. Yeah. If you're a sinner, you get what I'm saying? What so for is. folk who believe this, y'all gotta kind of snap out of that type of thinking. Mm-hmm. And as long as you're in that type of thinking, what you're doing is you're putting yourself, what you're doing is you're bringing your past come into on. your future. Yes. And what you think about, torment. you bring about. Yes. It's torment. Yes. So now you think everything that's happening to you happened because you did it to somebody yes. else. Yes. Truth be told, you only make the mistake when, 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 when you didn't learn from the things that happened to you, mm. and you ignore it when it happens to somebody else. Mm. That's when you're in trouble. Mm. That's good. That's when you're in trouble. Mm. If y'all believe in every, if y'all believe that if whatever y'all, whatever happened to y'all is going to happen again, then explain to me Jesus' death. I was just about to when say, he, is when that he was sinless. People, okay. Because if he was sinless, then why that happened to him? Okay. Yeah. What makes sense? Who did he crucify? Who did he? he who did he, he hurt? Yeah. He beat a couple folk out the temple, <laughs> but he ain't do nothing to. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? I do. I find no fault in him. Right. Now what? Yeah. So so it only applied to Paul, but don't apply to Jesus, don't apply to Peter, uh. don't apply to James. You know, you know what I'm saying? Most of the disciples were harmless. They were blue-collar workers. Mm. And all of them suffered. Mm. All of them suffered. Yeah, got it. These were everyday mm. guys trying to take care of their families. Mm. And all of them suffered. Wow. Y'all got to kind of cut. Y'all got to stop saying stuff. Mm. Just because y'all hear people say it again. You ain't qualified to teach like mm-hmm, this, because mm-hmm. that never, because the Lord have never awakened you to a truth that would free you to move forward. Now, will somebody snap out of it? Please snap out. Question. Go ahead. So, so this this also, I guess, would add to the fact that people or believers don't understand forgiveness totally in regards mercy. to mercy. Mercy. So, with um, when Jesus died for us and the sacrifice and all. Is that why people continuously plead the blood and kind of no offense to the plead the blood, but is it, is that why people kind of constantly feel like they have to ask for not necessarily forgiveness, but I guess forgiveness to a certain extent, even though we've already been forgiven. I ask for forgiveness. I mean, not, I'm yeah. Okay. But I'm talking about like <laughs> the constant, like the people that I'm talking about that just live in this constant state of, there's of, a, yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah, yeah, pit, yeah, yeah, not pity, yeah. but like yeah, 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 yeah. There's tor- torment. You know, you you know, you're gonna you're gonna make a lot of people upset because a lot of people really think and feel that way, and um, their thoughts and their feelings, their emotions are really um locked into, and that's why I'm trying to, I'm trying to, I'm not trying to, I'm not, go I really that, don't want to go that direction. Well, we don't have to, yeah, because that's a, that's a hard pill to swallow. Because even um, when you read the Bible, um, there was a woman who was um uh, worshiping Jesus. And uh, Jesus, and I think she was washing his feet or something like that. She was crying over him. And Jesus said, leave her alone because some folk feel like their sins are harder than others. Okay. So she's justified what she's doing because she finally get a chance to. But that was know, before them. he died. Yeah, but true. But still, but, but that's the way people think. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So people really think that, you know what? My life has been so 
you know, so rugged. I've been so disrespectful, dishonorable right. yeah. that you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I feel like I have to carry this ca- carry this load. This load. Or this, this, cross. Weight, this cross. You get what I'm saying? And they feel like it's a cross they have to carry. Yes. A weight they have to carry. Um mm-hmm. for people like for people like that, people like that, I really don't bother them. And um because I'm not because I'm not talking about them. And the reason why I don't bother them, because for some people without that, where would they be? Because some people are not free to think like this. They don't have the, they're they not free to think like, okay, yes. So they would say yesterday is gone. But they mm-hmm. really, but, but, but because they, they did so much, they are tormented by what they did. Right, by yesterday. You know what I'm saying? That they have to constantly be at a place where, God, I just need to, because cause these things are, mm. are, are, are um, they are, they are, over, they are overtaking me. Right. And there are some people who feel like, at, at the wrong look, I'll do it again. Okay. So they need that reminder. They need to feel that. Yeah. And if they need to feel that to okay. stay with the Lord, then that's what they need. Right. Then that's work. That's what works for them. Okay. You get what I'm saying? Yes. So for some folk, just yesterday is just hard to get over. Mm-hmm. All I'm saying to some people is, hey, for some folk, and that's why I'm not saying for everybody now, for some folk, you're going to have to learn you have to learn how to accept his grace. Yeah. That's the, for some people, you're going to, for all of us really, but pe- for the people who, you get what I'm saying? I'm certain, a certain demographic. You get to learn how to um, accept his grace. Grace mm-hmm. have to be accepted. Okay. And if you do not accept his grace, you will never, uh, you will never experience the power and the joy and the peace that comes from Amen. the grace of God. Amen. Amen. So now with grace, so grace is, um, so when you're dealing with grace, grace is, and the the word grace, and we all, we talk, unmerited favor, okay, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not having that simple Sunday school because we keep going in, and, and, and that's what I'm talking about without teaching, without the depth. Without, when you're dealing with grace, grace is, um, is an opposite word. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's an opposite word. That's it's opposite of the word grave. Mm. So when you see G R A C E, think G R A V E. Everybody got it. Yes. So when you think about grace, think about grave. Got it. What does grave imply? The end. What does grace imply? Another chance. Mm. That's how y'all think about it. Think about when you think grace, think grave. Mm-hmm. Grave says this is it. Yeah, you messed up, you die. Grace says another chance. Yeah, that's how you think about it. Mm-hmm. When so when y'all see the word grace, see the word grave. Grave implies the end. Grace implies another chance. Another chance. Got it. Even when I'm supposed to experience my end, mm-hmm. I am not held to what should have kept me down. Amen. His grace is sufficient. Mm-hmm. That's what it means. Okay. So you think grace, just think grave. If you're thinking about grace, if you think grave, now break down what the grave means, and then you'll get a clear understanding of grace. Mm-hmm. Can a preacher say amen? Mm-hmm. amen. Think about what's the, what the grave is, what it represents. Think, of, think about the grave. 
And then you'll have a clear understanding of grace. Okay. Now, the gratitude of knowing that I'm not in the grave allows me to accept his grace and then be gracious to somebody else. Mm. To God be glory. Mm, mm, mm. Yes. That's grace. There is no way you can accept his grace with, and not be gracious to someone else. Mm. Yeah. I can't just say thank you mm-hmm. for what he did for me and not extend this. Exactly. Grace has to be extended. Yes. So the grace that's accepted is also the grace that's extended. Mm-hmm. But the grace extended simply comes because I understand the grave. Mm. Okay. And if you think about it like that, mm. you won't get trapped into this, what people call hyper grace and this extra grace <laughs> uh-huh. teaching. And you know, you can just do what mm. you want to do. And all this, all this little foolish thing mm-hmm. preaching about today and the hype. What, 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 what? When you say stuff like that, it lets me know you don't understand what you're talking about. <laughs> I just, I just listen to you talk. I'm just like, I don't I can imagine you just yeah, looking like it. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I'm looking at him. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't I, yeah, you can have a million <laughs> members. I'm like, man, you just don't know what you're talking about. You don't mm. know what you're talking about. Mm. And I can, and I can, I can, I can pretty much destroy your revelation. You know, you've been working on it for five years. I can mm. destroy it in 15 minutes if it's not right. Mm. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just, so just, when people don't oh, extend grace, they, when people don't extend, when they don't extend the grace they've been given or what they've been given, is that not, is that, what is that? Is that, that not grace? No, is no. That a, so when that, so now you have not properly accepted grace. If you cannot extend grace. Okay. Because part of Thanksgiving, part of Thanksgiving, part of the, and again, look at the etymology. Part of Thanksgiving is giving. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thankful and giving. giving. Not for what I've been given, but what I'm going to, what I'm going to give. Transmit, yeah, give to people. Yeah. So when I am thankful, mm. thankful or thankfulness causes me to give. Because why? Because I am not at my end, therefore I become the extension for someone else. That's grace. To God be glory. So whoever he is to me, Mm -hmm. I am to someone else. Mm. That's what it is. That is good. That's grace. Yes. Whatever he is to me. Whatever he is to me. You know what grace means? Mm. Grace is, I could could break it down some more. Break it. Grace means double favor. Mm. If y'all break down the word grace, it means twice favored. Wow. But it's not the twice favor, like you get two measures of favor. Mm-hmm. That's not it. That's not it. Okay. It's the twice. It, so the, the the word grace is sort of a promiscuous term. Okay. And I think okay. I taught y'all this. Okay, thank you. Grace is a promiscuous term. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. You know, you just keep giving a lot. You know, you're gracious. Uh-huh. Like, oh, man, that's a gracious person. So yeah. grace is a promiscuous term. Like, I keep giving. Yeah. No matter what. Okay, this is what grace is. Double favor. Okay. This is what it is. This is when a man gives a woman a seed as okay. favor. Mm-hmm. She's pregnant. Then she gives the baby. That's grace. Okay. Double Enough favor. for you and something happened to make something happen. Okay. That's something grace. happened to make something happen. That's grace. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's what you call it. That's double favor. Okay. We've been favored twice. Okay. Okay. And that's the extension. That's thank that you. is the extension. Thank you. Okay. Something happened to cause something to happen. Mm-hmm. That's grace. Mm-hmm. Wow. Grace is double favor. But mm. and, and people think it's, and, and, and when you're so caught up in your little brain, you think it means two cars and two houses <laughs> and two dogs and two jobs. He giving me double two favor. Checks. Two checks. Yeah, yeah, two chains. And a bonus. <laughs> two chains. <laughs> I got two phones. 
I got two phones. <laughs> so, <no. laughs> so, you, so you think grace means, well, he's going to give me double for my trouble. You, 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 you're not thinking. Y'all not thinking. Y'all not, yeah, you, 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 you're so selfish. <laughs> you're so selfish. Why are we so selfish? I don't know. That you only think about yourself. Yeah. No, that's not what grace means. Mm. Grace is double mm. favor. That means Jesus. that the favor that's sown is the favor that reproduces mm. or produces. Wow. Yes. So favor sown, favor produce. That's grace. Mm. Okay. That's how you, so when you, when somebody say I'm, when someone says, so when we talk about that we have been saved by grace, mm-hmm. we have double favor. Mm. We have double favor. What's the first favor? Mm-hmm. The favor of the seed being sown into mm-hmm. the body of Christ or into the world. Yes. What's the second favor? The second Shoot. one is what we yes. have accepted. And now what do we produce because yes. of what was given? Yes. That's what it is. Beautiful. That's how y'all explain wow. grace. Anything wow. else? Well, I'm just thank God I'm saved. You don't know grace. Mm-mm. Yeah. Grace does not say I'm thankful for being saved. Yeah. That's not grace. Mm-hmm. Grace is saying, I'm thankful that I'm saved. Then the life I'm going to live will help someone else to learn about the God that saved me. Mm-hmm. That's grace. Jesus. I've extended it. Yes, I've extended it. You have to extend. Okay. You okay. have to. It has yes. to be an extension. Yes. It cannot. And that's why I say, you mm-hmm. have to accept. Yeah. You have to accept mm-hmm. grace. Mm-hmm. So we look, at it, we look at it as something that God did for me. That's it. Shout, jump, scream, run around. Ah, yeah, it's praise for what he did for you. Mm, Thanks for what he did for you. Yeah. Honor for what he did for you. Mm. That's not grace. Right. Mm. That's not grace. Grace says, wow. I'm grateful what he done for me. And then mm. I then, I then, I take on the conduct and the behavior that, that models what I believe. Not to get to heaven, mm-hmm. but the model of my belief is so someone else can see my life and understand that they too can have the grace of God. Mm. To God be glory. That is great. Yeah. Is there something? What What is it when you do not when you when you stop at that part that selfishness like when you stop at when you don't extend it. Mm-hmm. What is there? Is there? Is there a term for that? Is there? Is that? Does the? I guess I would. I want to say. Does but, is there a cut? Not a cutoff, but is there a? Like if you keep if you're if you're being if you're uh, being blessed mm, and you're just not extending. pouring back, you're not extending. Uh-huh. You're just you're hoarding, hoarding it. Uh-huh. Is there a? Is there is there something for that? Like is it like okay, I'm gonna just keep keep on gracing you. You just you, keep you, it. You, you just or does you it, get so bright. That you become, your light becomes blinding, and with all that grace, Lucifer. with all that, thank you, okay. you become Lucifer. Okay. You become, so light, wow. light guides, right? That's crazy. So you can, you can either be a guiding light or a blinding light. Okay. So now you got so much that I'm just praising God for what I have, and I'm hoarding all the mm. gifts, I'm hoarding all this, I'm hoarding everything God does for me, and it's making me so bright that now I start gloat because then I want others to praise me for what I have. Yeah. Did you become like Lucifer? Uh-huh. So there's a Lucif- Luciferian spirit uh-huh. that com- comes along you. Uh-huh. Because now you have, you are blessed with all this stuff, yeah. but it's all about me. Mm. You, you, turn, you turn to Lucifer. You turn to a hypocrite. You turn to that. You, 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 it'll become that spirit. Okay. 
And so, yes, because God keeps pouring. Mm. He doesn't stop. Mm. It is our job. I think That's I would, good. yeah, and I was saying this yesterday about about the church being the feminine energy. Talk about Sarah being the feminine energy mm-hmm. of faith mm-hmm. and Abraham being the masculine energy of faith. Yes. And one thing I said about Sarah was, what is the what is the obligation of the um, feminine spirit of faith? And the objective of the feminine spirit of faith, or the feminine energy, spirit, whatever one y'all want to use. But let's just use spirit because we're talking to church folk, they're scared of energy. So let's just use spirit. So the feminine, <laughs> the feminine, <laughs> no, and, 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 I'm, and I'm joking, but I'm being honest. And, I, and some people, and because we play with it so much that we really don't know. And some yeah. people use energy to walk yeah. away from the God. From the, from, yeah, okay, from, so let's just be okay. respectful when we yes. say it. So Sorry. now with, the, with, the, with the, um, the feminine energy of grace, our faith, rather, is to understand that um, the faith that I've been given, I must nurture. Yes. Because with the feminine energy, if it ain't anything that it's not nurtured, falls apart. Yeah. Anything yes. that does not get nurtured, fall apart. Mm-hmm. And that is who Sarah was. Mm. Wow. Yeah. Even though Abraham was given the word, Sarah had to carry it. Yes. So when Abraham laughed, when he heard his wife was going to have a baby, God just kept talking. Mm-hmm. When Sarah laughed, mm-hmm. when she heard, and she overheard it, by the way, mm-hmm. and we have to deal with that too. Yeah. And she overheard it. When she overheard what was going on, because she was behind the tent when she heard it and started laughing. And so the Lord wasn't talking to well, one of the men that was walking to Sodom and Gomorrah. You know, they weren't talking to her. They were talking to Abraham. And she overheard it. Mm-hmm. We talked about that the other Sunday, didn't yeah. he? Sometimes that God talked to you, sometimes God talk about you. Yeah. You got to reach he up and grab it. He wanted her to hear that. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Huh? Would you say that he wanted her to hear it? You, you know, God always wants. God always wants. Yeah. He's intentional. Like, I mean, she, she was right behind the tent. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah, it wasn't yeah, like yeah, she was yeah, like yeah, far yeah, yeah. off. He was intentional. Yeah. So when God speaks to the house, He wants you to hear it too. Yeah, yeah. He just needs somebody to reach up and grab it. Where's Sarah? The church said, "Amen." You know what I'm saying? So sometimes God does talk directly to us, and sometimes when God talks to a whole house, mm-hmm. he's talking about us. So many people, and I'm not going to lose my point. Okay. But yesterday, I was here, and my, one of my sons came to church yesterday, and he said, um, he said, every time I come to church, I feel like you're talking about me. Mm. We talk about what I'm going through. You never mm. say my name, but it is tied to my situation. Mm-hmm. Again, mm-hmm. now I know what to do with it. And then he said, especially mm. the, the part where you said, that, and he, and he repeated it, and he said, especially the part when you said, he said, you won't always reap in the places that you sow. Uh, you may give one place yeah. and may not reap from that place. Yes. You may reap from another. Yes. He, 20, and he said, he said, so, you know, because I'm helping out this person mm-hmm. and they're not giving me anything in return. Mm-hmm. My blessing may come from somewhere else. Yeah. Which keeps me blessing them. Amen. To God be glory. Yes. Okay, so, so back mm-hmm. to Sarah. Okay. Back to Sarah. Back to Sarah. Anything you will not nurture will fall apart. Yeah. So when Sarah laughed, it was like a mild reboot. Cause she said, "No, I didn't laugh." Said, no, no, no. Yeah, she did. Mm-hmm. She laughed. It was like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I don't do that. I need you to nurture the seed. Mm-hmm. Abraham is going to sow it. I need you to nurture it. Mm. Mm-hmm. Nurture the seed. Well, I, I, I won't even say Abraham going to sow it. I'll just say it came through Abraham because okay. the Bible said the Lord visits Sarah, and then sometimes when God get involved with something like this, He doesn't give us all the details. So I'll leave it right there. Okay. But the Bible said the Lord visits Sarah. It does not say that Abraham knew Sarah or Abraham slept with Sarah. The mm-hmm. Bible said the Lord knew Sarah. The Lord visited Sarah. That's what the Bible says. Mm-hmm. And, and and did for her. So in so many words, 
We don't know how it happened, but we do know God kept Abraham out of that. (laughs) At least kept us out. Yeah. Put it that way. Yeah. He kept us out of that, uh, out of that deal, out of that. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) You know what I'm saying? He kept us out of it. (laughs) So all we know is he touched her. Mm -hmm. He visited her and she nurtured. So the feminine, the feminine spirit, the faith simply says that God souls, that we the body of Christ, the bride, Mm. we are. Mm -hmm. God souls, we nurture. God, so we nurture. Mm-hmm. I, need, I need somebody to just say amen. Amen. On who's listening to what I'm saying. Put it in the God, so, God, so we nurture. And we nurture. Here's another word for this, because people don't like this. Got some fellas in there who listening like flickers. Okay. I get it. God, so we manage. Okay. God, so the seed, mm-hmm. we, we manage. manage. Got it. Got it. Let's go. And God would not give you anything beyond your ability to manage. Yes. Yes. So why did God take so long for Sarah? He had to get her mentally ready to manage and to nurture Mm -hmm. what she was about to produce. Mm. So it couldn't be a right away thing Mm. because she wasn't ready right away. Yeah. Or she was I don't like she wasn't ready. I don't like saying yeah. that. She wasn't she wasn't ready then. So God make people wait so they can be ready to handle. Mm -hmm. So you can be ready to manage it because if you don't, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. So everybody want God to give. God give, God give, God give, God give, God give. Again, Bible study teaches us mm. how to manage, how to manage, how to manage, how to manage. Mm. I don't have time to do all that on a Sunday mm. or a Sabbath. Mm-hmm. But God give, God give, God give, God give. And we mismanage, mismanage, mismanage. And then we go back and say, well, God just give me more. Right. That didn't work. Right. I'm like, why? Because you didn't work it. Mm. Mm-hmm. You just didn't much. work it. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then just give me more. Just God, just give me, just give, just give. So Why? It's be- it, it, it speaks about mismanagement. Mm-hmm. It speaks about inability to nurture. Yeah, pretty much. That's what we got to do. To manage it. Got to manage it. For sure. And that's the feminine spirit mm. of faith. Mm. That even though God does give, if we don't manage, we will lose. Mm. That's good. Now you have to accept the question, an honest question. Mm-hmm. Am I losing in life because of my mismanagement? Wow. You have to be honest. Yeah, it's a good question. You got to be honest. Wait a minute now. Am I, you know what I'm saying? Am I losing this relationship because I'm not putting nothing in it? Right. You got yes. to be honest. You got to be not honest. Nurturing it. Yeah. Am I losing at this? Yes. You get what I'm saying? Yes. Am I failing at this because I am not nurturing it? And if I'm not nurturing it, is it is it because I do not know how? Mm. And if I don't know how, is it because I've never been taught? Mm-hmm. And if I've never been taught, is it because I'm in the wrong place? Mm. Good questions. <laughs> you got to go through that. That's you good. have to go yeah. through those litany of questions mm-hmm. in your mind. And because that, I should know. Go for mm-hmm. it. And now that I know that, what am I going to do? And now that you know, what move are you going to make? Once I've gone through all of this and I realize all, all of these things, like, wait, now what? Yeah, yeah. And I think that's sometimes where people stop. That's, uh, the, 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 don't the, stop there. Don't stop there. You got to yeah. make a move. Yeah. If, you're, if your future and your family... And your life and everything else that you you know you should have depends upon it. Mm. That's when, and this is what I speak when I'm talking about Bible study. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right. This is what I'm saying. These are the parts that I'm teaching, so that we'll be able to really, we'll be able to sort of slow down mm. because um because the Christian faith 
is a proselytizing faith, mm. not the Judeo faith, not the Jews. Mm-hmm. You got to be born into Judaism. You got to mm-hmm. be born a Jew. You got to be born a Hebrew. This right here, we go get folk. Mm. We, so mm. the kingdom is an ever expanding, launching, moving. You get what I'm saying? We we we, 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 we pushing. Yeah. We, 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 are, we are launching. Mm-hmm. We are growing. We want the whole world in his hands. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Uh-huh. The Bible, even, there was even a scripture that says that he wouldn't return until the world receive. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. The knowledge of the word of God. And so we, that, that's our, we got, this, we got this moving forward, ongoing. A European took it and called it divine white right. Mm. Yes, it's called Manifest Destiny. Y'all go in and study it. Divine white right. Manifest Destiny. Mm. You know what I'm saying? If, mm-hmm. that, if I touch it, if it's white, it's right. <laughs> if I yeah. touch it, it belongs to me. <laughs> if I yeah, see it, God much. gave it to me. So <laughs> get out the way. You know what I'm saying? So they took it and they took it and they took it and took it in that direction. Mm-hmm. You need to take it and take it and put it into another direction. Mm-hmm. In fact, bring it into a, a, a proper, uh, make proper use of it. Yes. Amen. Mm-hmm. Make proper use of it. So now if we know that the 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 Christian faith is a productive, proactive, progressive mm-hmm. faith, at some point in the middle of this, we got to slow down. Mm. Slow down. You got to slow down. You got to slow down. Why? Because if you always go, 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 mm-hmm. go, you're going to get an accident. Something's going to happen. Okay. The body demands that rest. Okay. You can't just stay alive. Can't, I mean, I'd rather awake, rather. Okay. There must be some rest. Yeah, you become manic. Gotta go, 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 <laughs> go. And so now we got this, we got this, we got this Christian faith. Just mm-hmm. go win the loss. Just go, 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 go. What, what's telling us, hold mm-hmm. up. Let's think about where we're going so we can make. Manage well. Manage well and, and take the right course of action. Okay. So I begin to say, wait a minute. I am doing this with my life, but Why? God say go here, but how? Mm. The Lord told me to do this. When? Mm. Sunday morning, just go. Mm-hmm. Nothing, nothing I explained. I explained Sunday the difference between the mountain and the valley. Yes. And I told you valley experiences was not always as a de- does not it's not always a detriment. Right. In fact, it's not a detriment. Yeah. Somebody say, I'm in the valley. Yeah. And it does not mean you're in a detriment. Right. At all. And mountain does not mean you high. Yeah. It doesn't, well, well. you are elevated. but are elevated. In a different <laughs> but place. It doesn't, but. but it doesn't mean, you get what I'm saying? You're at the yeah. high point of your life. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm on a mountain. No, a mountain simply means, it means a mountain is implies solitude. Isolated. Moses up in the mountain by yeah. himself. The valley implies the multitude. Hmm. Mm-hmm. That's all it means. Okay. One, it, it's it. We make one better than the other. Always compare. Always, Always compare. Comparison. I used to do the same thing. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes you're going through a valley experience. Yeah. You're going to no. Wait a minute, y'all. Walk through the valley of the shadow of death, and then you mean that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> wow. God with me, and you know. Wait a minute, y'all. Wait a minute, wait a minute, because God make the valleys. And he make the mountain. Mm-hmm. He makes both. He's the maker of both. Yes. And God does not make one better or worse than the other. Mm-hmm. You just have to understand where you are. Yes. And why are you led up in a mountain? Yes. And why does God keep us in the valley? Yes. 
management, still management, how to deal with certain altitudes and certain levels and certain. Manage. So our job, the job of the body of Christ is to do this. So I nurture that gift. So if anybody got a gift right now that God gave them and you ain't doing nothing with that gift, don't blame the Lord because nothing's going on with that gift. You didn't nurture it. Mm. Yes. So you're a preacher that don't study and a prophet that don't pray mm-hmm. and a musician that doesn't, you know what I'm saying, that yeah. doesn't work their craft or skill. Yeah. No, you get what I'm saying? Yes. You're a singer that doesn't train your voice. Yeah. You got what I'm saying? Uh-huh. You got you got all these things, but you're not doing your part, and then you're saying, God, what's wrong? Right. And then and then, and then turn around and say, you know what? They hating on me. <laughs> That's the yeah. go-to. Uh-huh. That's the go-to. Yeah. Yeah. Before you say, it might not be my time, they hating on me. Yeah. Before yeah. you say, I'm lazy, they hating on me. Yeah, for sure. Before you say, maybe it's not me, they hating on me. Yeah. Definitely. Before you go, you know, that's like the, the go-to. Go-to. That's the go-to. That's the go-to. Yeah. Oh, man. That's why I say people don't read. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's clearly. The, that's the go-to. They don't. <laughs> that's the go-to. Mm-hmm. That hate is the go-to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Soon as we don't, as soon as we can't find a reason for something, somebody hating on me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's embedded. It's there. It's there. And I'm listening. I'm watching people. And I am. I'm listening. Wait a minute. No, no. <laughs> no one's hating. You just you just don't know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And if they are mm-hmm. hating, if you knew what you were doing, their hate wouldn't matter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So. That's the go-to. Kind of, got to kind of learn that. Mm-hmm. So. Oh, man. All right, so I want to know um, before you before we went into this, you was you were saying that in general there are just not a lot of pastors, yeah, um, and bishops. So how in this time in this day and age would you recommend people go about finding pastors, like a real pastor, like because like how would you how would you know? I mean, obviously prayer, but like how would you really how would you know? Okay, yeah. So I, I would, I, I would, I, I, I would start with, I would start with prayer. Uh-huh. But say, there are certain things that there are certain things you know. Um, there are certain things that you should know about a leader, and there are um, there are certain things that you shouldn't know. But there are certain things that you should know about the leader. And um, I, 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 well, it's, and it's, it's weird. And I, I'll say it's weird because there are some pastors that. There are some preachers right now and some churches in this climate where you will never meet your pastor. Mm. You will never ask. You would never talk to him. Wow. You would yeah. never. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. And so they, they, you, I have to address kind of like all of these sort of issues, mm-hmm. in, you know what I'm saying, in such a way. But I would first start with prayer. Then our next, our next thing I would start with, what do you want out of a church? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I would ask that question. What do you want out of a church? Mm-hmm. What do you want out of a church? Right. That's the one, that, and that's one of the things that you should really lay out, and yeah. whatever you lay out, um, don't compromise on that. Right. Okay. That's one of the things I should ask right. you, Pastor. What do you want 
out of a church so or for from example, a church. if you're big on worship or if you're big on youth prayer ministry. youth ministry like yes. you need to go with what you need to go you need to go with one with yes. what you want what you what want you want right 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 what you what want you want out of what a you church need. out of a church yeah. for your life right don't not your mama not your uncle not your father you get what you. i'm saying you yes what do i need for my life from a ministry yes. before i join mm-hmm. that's the first thing you're looking for um first you're praying about it when you're searching, um, you're praying about those things. So those needs will get addressed in prayer. Mm-hmm. Those needs get addressed in prayer. Right. So I give you an experience. Uh, one day I was looking for, when I was young, I was looking for a church. When leaving my father's church, I was looking for somewhere to plant my feet because I felt like my father had taken me as far as he could take me. Mm-hmm. So I needed somewhere to plant my feet. And because um, I didn't want to keep running from church to church. And when I when I went to certain churches, when I went to certain churches, um, one of the things I knew is I knew who I was. Mm-hmm. And I knew because of my father uh, what to look for. There's some people that don't know what to look for. Their, their, their parents weren't, you know, they didn't right. grow up in church. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I kind of had an idea what, you know, mm-hmm. church, what, what I was looking for and what I needed and what I didn't have and what I needed to add to my life. Mm-hmm. What's going to add to the quality of my life. Okay. And, um, and generally when I went to um, a church, I went to a church just like my father's. Okay. You know that everything my father church had, I, I was drawn to that naturally. How did you get there? Like you, oh, like just you know a, a, a word of mouth. Okay. Learning people, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Just mm-hmm. people, you know, just asking questions, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. The general thing mm-hmm. I was doing, you know what I'm saying? Hey, okay. you know, it's a good church, this and that, you know. Listen, we didn't have online then. I think we did. We did wasn't that big. Probably nah, or yeah. radio. You know, so it was like, radio. De- definitely radio. Heaven 600. A lot, <laughs> <laughs> a lot of radio, like, well, I'm going to go hear this church. I'm going to go to that church. You know what I'm saying? Grace and glory. Right. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. The magazine. Mm-hmm. Living in the magazine. Yeah. I went to the magazine. I did. Okay. Went to a couple churches. Yep. Yeah. 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 And so, um, so what did I need for my life at the time? Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm praying about this. But while I'm while I'm praying about this, the Lord visit me in a dream because two or three of the churches I went to, the Lord says no, and showed me what was going on behind the scene. Mm-hmm. Like, and so you also have to know your purpose. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't a pastor, but I had, um, but I was becoming. You know what I'm saying? Right. It was part of my making. It's part of what I was doing. I was I was I was part of my journey mm-hmm. into pastorship, mm-hmm. um, or into the pastoral. We talked about that last week. Yeah. yeah. So it was part of my journey into that. And the Lord showed me in a dream, like, no, not that church. And everything looked good on the okay. surface, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But no, not that one. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it, it happened to me twice. Okay. So not that one. And then the church I decided to stay in was a church I normally wouldn't stay in. Okay. Yeah, I'm like, well, why I'm would you normally there. not stay in it? Because of everything I heard about him. Okay, you get what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Everything I heard about, everything I was watching, yeah. but I kind of knew this is where I should be. Okay, and it was to it was a sense okay. because that's what worship is. Yeah, you get what I'm saying. Yeah. So you 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 have to if I'm looking for a house of worship, mm-hmm. these are the things that I go through that people don't go through in their mind, but mm-hmm. I do. Then what's worship? Right. You know what I'm saying? How did I define worship? How did mm-hmm. I define worship within my own self in looking for a house of worship? Right. How did I define worship? Mm-hmm. And 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 at this moment, um, what I knew about worship was worship was a unique blend of sense and service. Mm-hmm. That was worship to me, mm-hmm. and a unique blend of sense and service. Yeah. And so, um, I served based I I. I I worship what I sensed about him. 
not knowing the complete truth, not knowing everything, right. I sensed this was a good place for me to serve. Mm-hmm. So it was sense and service because okay. I didn't know everything. I didn't right. have everything. I didn't have all the pieces. But there was something in me that was just pulling me in that direction. Right. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's the place from which I can find service. Mm. So okay. that's what worship is. Mm-hmm. It, to my mind, it was a unique, a unique blend of sense and service. It is, it is sensational. It is so sensational. The same way you sense a beautiful man or a beautiful woman. Mm-hmm. Like, wow, you know what I'm saying? Yep. It almost draws you to say something. Right. You know what I'm saying? You can't stop looking at him mm-hmm. even when you even when you want to look one way. Your response. It, thank you, mm-hmm. and that's what I mean. Or a nice car. Mm-hmm. Again, sense, and then you say, "Wow, that service! You mm-hmm. served it. Mm-hmm. You said something." Mm-hmm. So when I say sense of service, I don't mean by you sent something. Then you turn around and start, you know, mm-hmm. you know, you, you know, you join the, you know, you join the ministry. Yeah. You know, you you start, you mm-hmm. know, join the um the food pantry. Right. That's not what I'm talking about, y'all. <laughs> but uh, now, now you know what a sense <laughs> of service means. Mm-hmm. It simply means that I it. I recognized something that grabbed my attention and then it made me respond. Yeah. Worship. I got that scripture from the woman at the well. Okay. Not clearly knowing who he was, Mm -hmm. but he made me respond. Yeah. He made me respond so well that I went and told everybody else Mm -hmm. and that's worship. Wow. And that's why I said when true worshipers come, they should worship me in spirit and in truth. She found something and something found her. Mm -hmm. Sense and service. Mm -hmm. She sent something about him. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes. I perceive you're a prophet. Yes. I don't, I don't know everything, but she sent something. Yes. And then she serves. Mm-hmm. That's what worship is. Mm. Everybody got worship. Yeah. So if you look at the woman at the well, you can then get a clear picture of what worship is. Mm. To God be glory. Amen. Well, that's what I was looking for. Okay. So I went to the church that would cause me to respond, that would attract me, that drew me. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. And I didn't stop until I got there. When I got to that point, and this is how people, this is how you should do, folks. When you get there, don't look at the size. Mm-hmm. Again, mm. when we when we are drawn to a place, folk look at well, it ain't big as my old oh, church, mm-hmm. and or it's too big because I come from right. You get what we go there yeah. too. Yeah, well, I come from this. I ain't used to all that up there. Right. Oh, that's too much for me. But why am I drawn to this? Right. Mm-hmm. Why am I? What is the connection? Mm-hmm. So now there must be a point, even th- even when I teach the truth, mm-hmm. that after proclamation, investigation. Mm-hmm. I got to find out what's what, what's what's attracting me. Right. What, what is, is it? it? What is it? Yeah. What is it? Mm-hmm. And I stay there long enough to find out what it is. Mm. Whether it's six months, six years. Mm. Or six generations. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, oh, that's, that's what, what it is. is. For real. <laughs> and people yeah. don't trust that. And then mm. a lot of folk get to church, and you, what we do is we will ignore mm. all of those mm. things, and then pick out the flaws. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm going somewhere else. Mm-hmm. They always talk about money. Mm-hmm. They don't start on time. They have church too long. Mm. Their youth ministry is not the way I want it to be. Mm-hmm. Even though I said go to the place where you fi- you see those things, you should you should with those and and don't compromise on those things. And I said that. But once you get to a place where you see, because every no church is going to be perfect. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Nothing's going to be perfect. Mm-hmm. So you're going to see something that's going to be like. Uh, so you're going to have your list of four or five things. One of those things may be subpar. Mm. 
Okay, I wanted a church with taught. I wanted a church to do this. I wanted a church to do that. But it doesn't do this. Yeah, you get what I'm saying. It doesn't mean you scratch all of them out. Yeah, especially, especially if your spirit is drawn to it. Yeah. So you can have your list and mm-hmm. keep your list. Yeah. And the reason I say this is because for some people, for most of you, especially in your average church, what's missing is you. Mm, exactly. Exactly. And that's what I want to tell exactly. people. So what you're looking for. You're bringing it. You're bringing it. Yeah. So you're like, man, they don't start on time. That might be what you can bring to this house. Right, right. I'm talking about an average, well, you in know, 15, 50, right. yeah, yeah. but it's a smaller mm-hmm. church. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You get what I'm saying? So now, man, they don't have a, they don't have a bow, they don't, they don't have Sunday school. Yeah. And you like one of your lists, you know, they get all this stuff with no Sunday school. But you were Sunday school teaching. You right. your, now you can bring that element. Is. Yes. You get what I'm saying? Exactly. And so now, not only have you found a place from which you can um, worship, you also find a place that you can work. Mm, exactly. People don't look at sometimes what they can they don't, bring. Yeah, they don't look at what you can bring. Mm-hmm. They always look at that thing like, that's a problem. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to be that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But your your involvement could help. Go for it. All right. I'm sorry. I was I was saying that I think people treat their church life sometimes like their relationships. Oh, yeah. Like... If you're on and off, like with, you know, I'm on and off. But if you're on and off kind of person, then you're kind of on and off at church. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If you're committed, typically the committed ones are the ones that's here every yeah, Sunday, yeah, here, yeah, Wednesday, yeah, yeah, on yeah, time, yeah. whatever. Like people may, might need to separate how they treat their relationships from how they mm. treat their church life. That's a good idea. That's because good. it's kind of, kind of. I don't think it works that well. It's good. It's good. <laughs> okay. And so, <laughs> and so that's, that's what you do when you look for. Um, church. Now that's the church. Okay. Now the leader. Okay. Whose voice are you drawn to? Okay. I tell people that. Mm. My sheep know my voice. Mm-hmm. Um, the day you hear my voice, heart not your heart. Mm-hmm. The voice of the Lord walked on the cool of the day. Mm-hmm. Are you drawn to the pastor's voice? Mm. Okay. Can you hear their cry? Mm-hmm. Can you hear when they are jubilant? Can you hear when they are in pain, mm. can you hear danger? Can you hear warnings? Are you drawn to the pastor's voice? Mm. Not just the word. Right. Because three or four pastors can have the same quality of word, but they have a different voice. Yeah. And it's the voice that draws you. Faith comes by hearing. Right. Hearing comes by the word of the Lord. Yes. Their voice has to draw you. Mm. And so am I drawn to my leader's voice? Mm. And this is how you know you don't belong to a church. Because you're no longer attracted to that voice. Mm. Yeah. So it works both ways. Again, this is the balanced approach of it. So now when you hear, when so now you're 32 years old, you in church, but you on your phone. Right. The entire sermon. Right. It, 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 their voice doesn't do it for you yeah. anymore. It, it, their voice does not warrant your attention. Right. Exactly. And so what happened? So you look like, well, I'm being disrespectful. No, you're done. Right. That's not your place anymore. Mm-hmm. Because their voice does not cause me to put that phone down. down yeah. Look up, look at. Be alert. To be alert. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. To, 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 you get what I'm saying? Yes. And so these are the things that you look for when you are searching for a church. Now, this ain't all. Right, right. That's some. You get That's what I'm start, saying? Starting That's a point. starting yeah. point. You know? Some of y'all want, some of you want a family man. Some of you want a single man. Mm-hmm. Some of you want a woman. You get yeah. what I'm saying? Some of you want different things. Some of you want aged. Some of y'all want a particular denomination. Yeah. All those things, yes. But I'm right. not talking about, you know, those things are right. personal. I'm trying to give a general 
consensus. Right, consensus. Yes, yeah, about yeah. well, what you, are the things you you should look for, mm-hmm. and these are the things that cover all denominations. Yeah. Because if you if you're attracted to all those other things, but you can't listen yeah. to the voice, voice of the that's right, that's right, woman or man of God, that's right, I mean, that's right. So what I what said, do you have? Yeah. So what I said transcends. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Denomination and age, yeah. and you know what I'm saying, and and race. Yeah. For sure. And creed. All of it. It transcends those mm-hmm. things. So those things go through all of those things. That thread crosses all of that. So that's what you should. Look, those are the things that you should be looking for in looking for a pastor. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, and that's it. That's what I got that's it. That's what I did. Okay. And when somebody come to my church, um, and we have, you know, we, we, we okay, but I can tell when they don't belong here. Mm. So when they come to me, I'm joining. I said, no, yeah. <laughs> why? <laughs> no, you weren't. <laughs> why? <laughs> like, why? You don't like this. Why? Right. And I've asked many people, why are you still here? Mm. Uh, why? What you want? What's the response? What do you want? Uh, they they stuck. Yeah, they stop. Yeah, you don't want my. Oh, I love it here. You know, you, what? You don't want my twenty-eight dollars, like Negro? No. <laughs> no. 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 Join Lib. I mean, you yeah, can yeah, add it yeah. to the bumpy. No, <laughs> I don't want it. No, give it, give it. You know, no, 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 mm. no. So you can tell, mm. and I often say, people come in like, yeah, they're not here. They won't be here long. Right. You know, they they, yeah. they, they come here to in get, and out, in yeah. and out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you can kind of tell, you know, and I don't make everybody a potential. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't make everybody a potential member. Mm-hmm. I do not. Even make, though I don't make. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah. A lot of people come do. Yes, but right. I don't. Yes, I do you not don't make, look at them like that. Mm-mm. Yeah. No, 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 no. Mm-hmm. And my, my, my. When I see somebody, this is not my first uh, response. Which church you go to? Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like. Yeah. You know, what, 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 what's your house of worship? You know, what, right. who's your pastor? That's not. That is not the first words come up my mouth. Right. Right. What is your name? Right. How are you doing? Yes. Did you Who enjoy you? yourself? Yeah. Who are you? Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. How did you get here? Right. And if you come yeah. back next Sunday, hope to see you again. Exactly. Peace. Which is more than a lot of people get from wow. a pastor, a one-on-one wow. pastor experience. Yeah, no yeah, one cares yeah. who they are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what? But, Nobody asks that. Yeah, so, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's yeah, more yeah. than the average. Yep. That happened to me one time when I went to um, I went to a church. The first time it happened to me, um, white church, Cheryl Bowers. Okay. Cheryl Bowers, I went to that church. Cheryl Bowers, I uh, forgot the name of that church, but Cheryl and Rick Bowers mm-hmm. uh, went to that church. And when I went to uh, her church, okay. um, great worship. Okay. Great worship. Wow. And the first thing that happened to me was I walked in the door, the pastor hugged me. Wow. And he gave me the biggest hug. Mm, I and I, I, he hug, I've never been hugged by a pastor like mm. that. I mean, I've never, so, no one has ever put their arms, arms around, around me yes. and just held me. Yeah. And I mean, he held me. Mm-hmm. I'm like, wow. That I'm <laughs> Rick. My wife is Cheryl, and I'm saying to myself, "This is new. This is this is different. This, this is definitely this, this yeah. is different." Okay. You know, usually, when I walk in the church, who are you? Right. Go sit over there. New member, stand up. Yeah, yeah. And wave and go and go sit over there. Yeah. Well, can I sit over here? Yeah, you can no, sit there. Sit, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it was like the mm-hmm. pastor come Embracing. off the pulpit mm-hmm. and embrace me, Beautiful. and um, we've been friends since. Wow. We That's have something. been friends since mm-hmm. that day, and that was something that was unforgettable. They joined us on the past and, tour. Oh, yeah. man. That right? Was, yes, 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 yes. And that was mm. unforgettable. Mm. That They were the first voices that spoke to our church after my father passed away. Wow. Yes. 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 It, so I, 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 they, they embraced me. 
Mm. And I don't remember being embraced like that. Mm. You get what I'm saying? Yes. And um, it's unforgettable. It was the moment it, it, it shocked me. Mm-hmm. Hey, what's your name? I said, it's, it's, <laughs> <laughs> couldn't get it out. Hey, <laughs> brother, <laughs> brother Fliggins. <laughs> <laughs> Bro flick, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. So that's what you should do. But, but again, but mm. that's what you. So I, I, I was try. I was looking. Mm-hmm. I was really looking. Okay. And um, I think like two, three weeks, two, two or three weeks later, I think their church closed down. I think something like that happened in their church. But I recall that, mm. and I remember that, and I, I just remember that moment. And I, part of my, again, grace, accepting grace. Mm-hmm. Here was the. Here was back to grace again. Okay. It was grace again. Okay. Got it. Because I felt that I kind of want everybody to feel that when they walk into church wow. to speak to me. Beautiful. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. I kind of just. It's like a standard. It's like, a, it's, like, it's like that's grace. Yeah. That's grace. To be at a place mm. where I was lost. And I was lost. I was lost. And I can't admit I was lost at the moment. Mm. But mm-hmm. I was searching. Mm-hmm. So being lost is not always a bad thing. Yeah. If you're looking. Yeah. But I was searching. Mm-hmm. I was lost. And what I felt, do I and do we extend that? Mm. And for a long time, I did not open the doors of my church because when people walked into church, it gave them the evil eye. Mm. Who's that? I mean, just turn around. Don't smile. Don't say hi. Mm -hmm. I mean, just, you know what I'm saying? I mean, and then now you have to sort of, the the, the, the climate has changed. People walk in church and shoot. People walking to you, get what I'm saying? So now you gotta, like, you know what I'm saying? When you yeah. hug, you gotta make sure you ain't them down, <laughs> spread them. So, like. yeah, so, so you gotta make sure you get what I'm saying. Everybody come for the right reason. You gotta, deacons got to be on board, but we gotta, gotta be, you, got, you know what I'm saying? It's you true. gotta, you have to be it's very true, very discerning and 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 and, and <gasps> uh, man, yes. prayerful and yes. watchful, and yes, wise. all the all and wise, yeah. you get what I'm saying, and all these things. So, mm. that kind of um, coherent. Embrace helps people find their way. Mm, for sure. To God be the glory. Yes. And that's what I pray mm-hmm. that our church extends. Yes. Yes. For sure. That's that's where I stand. Beautiful. That's that's exactly where I stand. And that's what I mean by you have to accept grace. Mm-hmm. Yes. You have to accept it. Mm. So that's what people, so back to what we were saying, that's what people should look for when they're looking for a church wow. or a pastor. You all right? Yeah, I'm okay. Yeah, that's what people should look for when you're looking for a church or looking for a pastor or looking for something. This is, this is what they should be looking for, mm. how they should be uh, applying themselves. Absolutely. When, 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 when looking. Yeah. yeah but that's you got to see what you're drawn to. Yes. Yes. What's the, what's the attraction? Mm-hmm. What's the connection? Mm-hmm. Yes. Don't just stop it. Investigate it. Like, I got to see what this is about again. Right. And give it more than one Sunday. I mean, unless you give it completely more than one, no, 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 I mean, it, unless you just more, like yeah, yeah, get it, out of there. Unless you yeah, hear yeah, somebody. Yeah, give, hear it, give, it, give it more than one Sunday, y'all. Yeah. Give, it, give, it, give it more than one Sunday. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And then, and then once that and once that is, and again, my 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 concern is we, it's it's a spiritual work. So do your best not to be superficial mm. unless you are spiritually superficial. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But do your best not to be superficial wow. when it comes down to things of the spirit. Mm-hmm. 
do your best not to uh, look. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Just do your best not to do that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Don't be superficial. Yeah, thinking here. Yeah, 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 yeah. Is that, I, I, that's, 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 no, that's tough. But do your best not <laughs> to be. No, I'm not. I'm not playing with you. You're I'm not. not I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to my folk. Do your best not to be superficial. Don't be that. Be genuine. Be sincere. Be honest. Be real. Because um, if if you're if 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 you are a uh, if you are a a um, a uh, if, if you plan on being a member mm-hmm. of the body of Christ as it pertains to the local assembly, mm. that's where we are. Okay. Yeah. Agreed. That's that's. I'm sorry. That's out. That's <laughs> out. That's out. That's how we. Know that's beautiful. It. Yeah. So I think that was good guidance. Yeah. Um, for how to impart impart impartation. No, impart. Impart means that there is more to that. Oh yeah. There's yeah. a whole lot more yeah. to that. A good start. That's a good start. Good starting that, that point. Is, that is a real good starting. Very point. Very good starting point. It is a real good starting point. Mm-hmm. And don't leave because you're upset. Let's just go here. Mm. Let's just deal with this since we're here. Since we since we're talking to the people about. Finding a place. Uh. Let's deal with the people that's just getting ready to leave because they mad. You talking about people that actually been yeah, they, there and they yeah, didn't join the you're church. In the church. You're, you're in a church. You're serving. Yes. Or, or not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you but your your anger or the fact that you're upset um is ma- is making you leave. Or for some folk, cause them to start their own church. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think that, that this needs to be uh kind of addressed, but it's it's been addressed over and over again. But is it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, 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 yes. People, yes, it has been addressed over okay. and over again. Because people usually leave, and they leave. Um, they they leave because of their anger towards the church. Mm-hmm. And I'm not. And now, now there there is can be there can be a righteous anger, by the way. Okay. And so yeah, so, so yeah, yes, because there could be some wrong in, and you don't want to be a part of that. You right, don't want to be yeah, a part of mishap and it yeah. upset you. Yes, yeah, so I. So we're not talking about that. But we are talking about making sure that you're making sure that you don't leave with immature anger. Yes. You get what I'm saying? You're mad about what somebody said. Mm-hmm. You're mad about what the pastor said. Correction you know what I'm saying? When you are mad with correction. You're you know what I'm corrected. saying? You get what I'm saying? You are mad because of correction. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I don't think you should leave because of that. Now I do think you I do think, and again, we're dealing with a smaller church now. So bigger churches, we're not we're not addressing that right now because yeah, but I do think that if you can find, if you're at that place where you are corrected, and I use this, I, and I'm saying this in a, in a, in a, in, a, in its proper way, make sure you're not being corrected over and over and over again. Okay. Because at this point, it is not being, it is not about correction. At this point, you're being bullied. Okay. You don't think that's situational? Yes, it's very situational. Okay. And that's why I'm saying being corrected over and over and over again. Okay, now this is the deal, and that's okay. what I'm about to get to right now. Because okay. Jesus said these words. Some things you'll you're hear, you're, some things you won't know why I'm saying it, but hereafter you would know it. Uh-huh. So some things people don't get, they're going to have to experience. But you can't be at a place where the pastor keeps beating you over and over and over again uh-huh. because they don't see an immediate result. Okay. They don't see you. They don't see you immediately changing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Oh man, we was uh, I, I had uh, I went mm-hmm. out and went and, and in learning this, I had to learn not to n- not to look at a person's situation and then look at them saying, "Well, they haven't changed in a year." 
They haven't changed in a month. They haven't changed this. So you know what? You know, constantly rack on them. And these are people that you can see, by the way. Mm-hmm. A lot of small churches and pastors do that. Yeah. They get upset because of that. Mm-hmm. And they and, and sort of their indignation, they act like they got. Mm-hmm. And they pouring their indignation out on you. Right, right. Because of something that they know. Mm-hmm. Um, I... I it is wise. It is wise that you get yourself to the place where you're not. And the Lord used to deal with me about this too, because sometimes when you are ministering and you're praying, the Lord will bring up somebody's situation, and then you'll get on a pulpit, and mm. you and because the Lord brought it to you is in your spirit. When you get up on the pulpit, you bring it out, okay, and then you're talking somebody's issue, okay, and the person know you're talking about them, okay. I tend to leave all of those things behind, okay, in prayer, in a business meeting. In something that we're doing in a in a, in a conversation, uh, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. But don't bring that up on the pulpit because what you do is you bring anxiety to the mix. Okay. So now the, the members and the people looking at you know what is he going to bring this up or is she going to bring this up Sunday they morning? Scared in church, you know like, they ain't still like oh they try to embrace them they try to embrace <laughs> them like oh man is you going to bring this up and then you realize something you know it is beautiful when you come to church and the word is pure yeah and everything that we talked about. Uh, two days ago, nothing has come up over the pulpit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nothing. Right. And you're looking like, oh, he ain't, she ain't mm-hmm. a mark of wisdom. Yeah. Another mark of grace. Mm. But that's another mark of wisdom. Mm. So now the pulpit, we are really, we are, we just had a, because sometimes amongst people we have arguments. They did their arguments oh, yeah. and, and staff and all Definitely. this stuff. You all know what time. I'm saying? All the time. It happens, it, it happens in, it happens in the local assembly yeah. when we work together and when we think different. We bring it together sometimes. And it, it should. It should. It should sometimes yep. some yep. friction should be no friction. Yep. It, 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 it's, it's a part of it. Yes. But make sure that, number one, make the, to the pastor, we have to be honest and make sure that we're not bringing this up. This, uh, that we don't, we don't carry this in our spirit. Mm. And what's the art of releasing anger when so you will not bring it over the pulpit? There are so many... There are so many things we can talk about when we're talking about these things. But there got to, you got to have a point in your life, you have to have a point within your ministry where you're not releasing the anger that you feel yes. towards somebody else. Got to filter some of that out. Some of this got to, some of this, and yes, you're just a human. Yes, you're just, yes, you're just you. Yes, it is. But you cannot use your pulpit as a bully pulpit. Yes. You cannot use your stage as a place to promote with your agenda. Yes. You get it, yes. and your agenda alone, and then throw the then throw the Christ thing behind it, or throw the you know what I'm saying. I'm yes. leading. God yes. talked to me and no one else, yes. and then you make people feel bad about you know what I'm saying. What yeah. happened, uh-huh. and then you feel justified because you just had the power and the right and the time to say it, mm-hmm. and then get upset when they and do then, leave. Yeah, yeah, the, and when they do leave, you call them disobedient. Yeah, you call them heathens, right. and they don't know how to receive correction. Right. But why did you feel the need to? What was the need to publicly rebuke someone yeah. over the pulpit? Right. Over and over again. Over, over and over. And that's what I'm talking about. And over again. And it, and I'm not going to get too many amens because quite a few has been guilty of doing this. Mm-hmm. But I used to do this. And when I did it, or in that times when I was younger, it was part of my sermons. Mm. I had it in my writ. <laughs> okay. I had it now. See, a pastor won't agree. A pastor won't know that. Real, a pastor won't be able to talk about this. It was part of my writ, mm. part of my sermon, a page or two. <laughs> and another with, thing. <laughs> it was in there, and I had it all written up and styled, and a couple of scriptures with it, and all that. 
But it wasn't like, in like a beating type of way. Or it, but it, it was. was in a thing. But it was in a way you like. Like you talking about. Yeah. And if you're and if you're a wordsmith and you're a genius, you can do a lot of you can do a lot of damage with that. Yeah, for sure. You can do a lot of you get what I'm saying? Get a lot yeah. of stuff done with that. Yeah. And so I did this. <laughs> so I'm telling you what happened to me, y'all. And let this go. We're gonna get this transparent moment and then we're gonna get out of here. Okay. There was somebody in my church, there was somebody in my church a couple of years ago that was coming against everything I was saying. Okay. Everything I was saying, they was coming against everything I was saying. I mean, mm. I mean, and then they were going back telling folk about it. They was mm. going back folk, telling people about it. And I heard they were running their mouth about me. And I had it in my sermon. And listen to this. Mm. Every time I thought about it, and every time I put it in my sermon, they wouldn't show up in church. The next the next time? Every time I prepared a sermon oh, okay. they to target them, wow. they wouldn't show up. Wow. Something happened where they wouldn't be in church that Sunday. Interesting. And it happened like three or four times, same person. Mm. And the Lord said, leave my child alone. Mm. I said, thank you. Mm. Thank you. Mm. Wow. Thank you. Because mm-hmm. the truth be told, I had something somebody else didn't have, mm. a stage to give my point of view. Okay. Mm-hmm. I had a stage to present... Not only to give my point of view, but to shout my point of view. Mm. And I only to shout my point of view to get people, like the president, to join my side. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And this is what I'm doing. And this is who I am. And this is this. It. Leave my children alone. Mm. And I says, thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I was so in my feelings. Under the Holy Ghost. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Under the Spirit. Mm-hmm. I was so in my feelings about what was going on that I used that, I was going to use that time mm. to target them. Because mm-hmm. I felt like they didn't have, right. they didn't know, they were wrong. They did this, that. And they may have been wrong. Or I may have been wrong. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. It could have been that situation. Whatever it was, however it was. The truth is this. That is not the place to do that. Yes. Yeah. Especially if I couldn't say it to them in front of their face. Mm. Especially if I did all that and then get on the altar, start crying and start jumping. You get all this emotional damage, this yeah. emotional um, uh, immaturity and misunderstanding mm-hmm. and misappropriating. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The, the pulpit and the body of Christ. You put people in a position where they the, the, they walk away or they or, or they become they become frail. Yeah. For sure. And you mm. and you and you and you and you and you sort of turn up your aggrandizement. Mm. The grandeur of who you are have taken the stage. Now this big you Grandiose. Yes. God is nowhere. You mm-hmm. big. You got your point across. You feel good. Mm. Let us all come to the altar. Mm. They all come to the altar say. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, nah, y'all, y'all, you know, no, 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 no. That's not the way it worked. That's not the way it mm. should work. And I had to learn this. Mm. And so I stopped. Mm. I said, wait, 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 wait. Mm. That was yesterday. I'm preaching to more than one person. I'm not going to take this 10, 15 minutes in my 40 minute, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. monologue. To just hack on somebody mm-hmm. about something that we can talk about. Mm. And if I can't talk to them about it, I'm not going to preach to them about it. Yeah. Exactly. So, no. 
No. Mm. No. I am not doing it. Wow. That's something. I'm not doing it. That's the thing. Yeah. So a lot of reverends out here doing that. Reverend, y'all better chill. The reverends is doing it. Y'all better chill. Y'all chill. Y'all got to a generation. <laughs> y'all, y'all talking to a generation that don't care. You oh, yeah. Chill. They don't chill. leave anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You got something to and say. they're not say. staying. Yeah, you got something to say. Say it with love. <laughs> you got something to say. Say it in a business meeting. You yeah. got something to say. Say it in woo. So we don't have just have business meetings. We have mm-hmm. vision meetings. Mm-hmm. And so vision meetings where you lay out the plan. Right. Business meeting, you lay out the money. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. The fiduciary responsibility so that the plan can take place. But they also got to be a vision meeting. What's the vision for the house? Mm. And this is why I'm doing what I'm doing and the way I'm doing it. But trust me, we ain't dealing with this Sunday morning. Oh, no. I'm not bringing this up Sunday morning. Mm-mm. And I'm not being phony. Mm-mm. I just know my place. I know our place, and this ain't the time. And if you're not, and if you're not, and if you're not capable of doing this, you need to rethink what you're doing as a leader, mm. because you should be able to separate the two. Yes. You young pastors that's getting started, y'all start now. You, you have an argument with your wife, don't bring that up on the pulpit. Please don't. <laughs> have an argument with your husband, don't bring that up. Please don't bring that up over the pulpit. Mm-mm. Kids get on your nerves, please don't. That's not that, that's just not the time. You it's just not. you you get what I'm saying? Yeah. You got all that, you got all that pent up energy, start a podcast. Yeah. No, <laughs> no. But don't don't put it on your Facebook page either. Venting. Uh, venting. Don't vent that's on your doing. Facebook page. That's the thing. That's what like, they're doing. You're don't venting do that. under the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Yeah. You're venting. And um, I've learned that, and so I watched that. Um, one, one here is one of the words. One of the least a good pastor. I got to get out of here. A good pastor. You ready for this? Mm-hmm. They do not. Here is one word you rarely hear in a sermon. I. Mm. Mm. Should be the least mm. spoken word mm. in the sermon. Go study y'all pastor's sermons. Find out how many eyes in that sermon. Mm. Go back to those sermons, y'all. Mm. Go back. Only go back three weeks. <laughs> ah, 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 ah. It's three. Ah, ah. Go back three weeks. Go back to three or four Bible studies. Find out how many eyes are in a sermon. Mm. Oh, I, I'll give y'all the secrets. Mm. I said this. I did that. I went over here. I spoke with the Lord. I did this. I stopped doing that. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. I. So it I, shouldn't be personalized? It shouldn't be over personalized because the church is about we. Wrong pronoun. Right. Okay. Okay. I. Everything mm-hmm. is I. Okay. I bought. I got this car. Oh, yeah. I mm-hmm. spoke this word. I laid hands on her. Mm-hmm. I laid hands on him. I did this. I, and the church screaming. Ah. Mm-hmm. I. I. Ah, because now the focus is on you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I'm coming to watch your show. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. I, I, mm. we, we ain't even testifying no more. Testifying, testifying <laughs> show is over. And it's still I. So I'm not saying a passion talk, tell their stories, uh-huh. but make sure the sermon is not full of the word I. Mm-hmm. That should be the least spoken word. 
in a sermon. Mm. You really count the eyes on really one hand. Already two. You know, times just how many times the person said I. Right. Okay. My. <laughs> I, my. Now it's all about my house. Well, you- I this. I that. My this. My that. My hand. My my. And that's all you're hearing, mm. and you are praising that. Mm. Turn those pronouns. We. 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 Mm. Good advice. I. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, how many eyes are in this sermon? Pastors preach sermons without that word. Mm. And some of y'all don't even know you're doing it. Uh-huh, probably. So let me help these pastors out. I know y'all listen to me. And you wonder why y'all listen to me? Because I listen to you. Mm-hmm. I. I would imagine some of them don't want to use we to put themselves in the same category as what they're preaching against to a certain extent. Yeah, but they got to. Yeah. They got to. You know? The blessing doesn't, the blessing starts with you, mm-hmm. but it doesn't come through you. Right. It just starts with you. Mm-hmm. The blessing falls on all of us. Mm-hmm. So we got to learn. We have to, we have to learn. We have to learn this. And God uses who he will, when he will, the way he, you get what I'm saying? Yes. And so once, once, once that takes place, um, the, 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 the stage changes. And now the focus is not on God. The focus is on you. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. And now my pastor, my pastor. That's when you get to my pastor oh, yeah. story. Yeah. You know, everybody got grownups. You know, my pastor mm-hmm. said, my pastor said, my, not the Bible said. Yeah. My pastor said, not mm-hmm. I got a revelation. My pastor said, my pastor said, you know, you're an adult. You're an adult. What yeah. my pastor said, what my pastor said, what my pastor said, what my pastor said, mm-hmm. what my pastor said. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So who trains, who train the people and develop the people to think for themselves. Mm. And this is the way. So now as you begin to speak spiritually and scripturally, I guess I, I, I understand it, but this is the way I think about it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so this is, this, this is, is what he suggested, but this is what my revelation was. Or, yeah. I, I, or I, this I, is what I received. This is what it. I heard. This is what he found. Oh, this is what we studied. Yeah. This yeah. is going on in our vineyard. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Call it vineyard. <laughs> okay. In our local assembly. Yes. This is what we're teaching about. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And we even when I'm teaching, I say we are teaching. We are teaching, yes. This is what we are teaching. I never say I'm teaching this. We are teaching. We are studying. We are on this subject. Yes. I'm, I, I'm on this subject. I'm going to show y'all something in a word. No. This is what we are studying. Because I know that part, there's one of my eyes right there. I know, there's my next eye. <laughs> That part of my sermon my, is the people. Like, no, my day go there. That part of my sermon is the people's expectation. Mm. Mm. I know that. That's my next eye. We're going to be counting them Sunday. <laughs> yeah, he said them. He keeps saying them. He keeps saying them. So the people's, mm-hmm. the people's, their, their expectation is part of the sermon. Mm-hmm. Expect nothing, get nothing. Mm. But the expectation is part of. The expectancy is part mm. of it. Mm. Going into the word of the Lord, I know when I open up my mouth, someone's expecting to hear something. Mm. Therefore, the Lord deposits a word. 
Mm-hmm. When I get up, let's meet the expectation. Yes. yes. I am looking forward. That's my another eye. For the Lord to do something in this house. You, in return, are looking for the Lord to do something in you and in this house through this word. Mm-hmm. Together, we can create a synergy within the body of Christ within the local assembly. Yes. Get it? Mm-hmm. We get this, and once we, once we establish this, we can reestablish it. Mm-hmm. We can do it again. Yeah. And again and again and again. Once you find the method, once you find the secret sauce, you keep on going. You keep it going. Just keep it going. Mm-hmm. And that right there, you, 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 you build that within the ministry. And the Lord will always find room to move and to speak. Wow. And deposit in the soul. Mm-hmm. Amen. Got the... The masculine and the feminine. Mm-hmm. To God be glory. Mm. For sure. Wow. That's good. So that's that. Okay. So we, we got a lot. We got a, that was a lot. That was okay. It was good. Yeah, 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 yeah. Helpful. Right. I think very helpful. I think people I think somebody got something out of it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Make yeah, sure you yeah. all like, share, comment, um, and subscribe on YouTube. You have any announcements? Yes, 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 yes. So, um, we are in our period called um, unfinished business. We supposed to have guests today. Listen, they ain't show it's up. Titled on the thing. I'm going yeah, to change yeah, the yeah, description. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They gave us a guest. They had a little. They had a little issue with their house. Yeah, we're gonna give them a pass. Probably come through next week. But to come through next week. The, 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 the guest was my brother. <laughs> he said he was coming back on. He said he wanted all the smoke. He says. He said. What did he say? He said all. Gas, no <laughs> brakes. <laughs> he said, T, I want you to know it's all gas, <laughs> no brakes. I was like, okay. <laughs> so I didn't know what to expect. I didn't know. He said, he didn't tell me. He never mentioned to me. He said, he make sure you. you tell him. Yeah. <laughs> all gas, no brakes. I was like, okay, I'll tell him. <laughs> so, that dude. Tony O. So yeah, we'll see him hope maybe next week, I guess. He got a lot to say. Yeah, he's he said that he has a lot of unfinished business. He has a lot to say. Yes. We had a lot to say that day. Uh-huh. And we talked about um relationships and talk about success. Yes. How did you measure success? Yes. We talked about quite a few things we thought you discussed. Yeah. A lot of things that I think that we didn't really we weren't able to dig into it because yeah, it went it somewhere went else. Somewhere else. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, definitely, yeah. we got to deal with it. He said, he, so he, he said he's concrete and he said, I'm philosophical. And he said, okay. Yeah, he, that's what he said. He said, He's concrete. And he said, I'm philosophical. He said, You go around the Mulberry Bush to get to your point. Uh-huh. So I go straight to it, brother. Right. And it is what it is. So we we, 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 we got some differences. Yeah. And uh, we're going we gonna, to, um, I don't know, we're going to work them out. Yeah. We had a lot of comments. On that, ep- on that episode as well. Yeah, I'm going to bring up some of them comments. Yeah, we had a lot. Yeah. We had a lot. So yeah. if he can make it, he had, a little, he had a little issue with his house. So if we, if we, um, if we can, if we can uh, bring him back on next week, you know what I'm saying? We're going to try to bring him back on, you know, unfinished business. Yes. See what we can do, see what we can say, and see what, see what, see what's <laughs> lights, camera, action. Because that, that, that brother is all action. Yeah. And so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Zero so, to 100. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, wow. <laughs> and to see you two at it, it's like, wow. Like, yeah. It's like ping pong. It's like we, We've been doing that. We've been doing that since <laughs> teenagers. Mm. Man, we go at it. We go at it. We go 
at it. Go yeah. at it. Yeah. So. Sure. Like, it is what it is. It's so, true. so uh, hope he, hope uh, <laughs> you know hope everything will work out well with him yeah. and everything he's dealing with right now. All right, um, Libba Love Investors Benefit Association. Yes, Libba Love Investors Benefit Association. Um, it is going to be a blessing this year. We are celebrating Jermaine Gibbs. Yes, everybody, we are celebrating Jermaine Gibbs this year. Will be our honoree this year. Uh, Jermaine yes. Gibbs will be our honoree this year. Yes. We are celebrating him, a good man in Baltimore City, doing a lot of good work. Yes. A photographer, uh, philanthropy. Um, he goes across the world mm. and doing good work in Africa, in yeah. Ghana, Tanzania. Heard mm. he was in India. Wow. So this man travels, and he travels, sure. and he have dug wells, mm. um, planting gardens. Mm. So he does a lot of good work. You know what I'm saying? Feeding the hungry. trying to. He's with a program now where they are trying to eliminate hunger in the world world wow trying to eliminate world hunger okay you know what i'm saying and he's yeah. right here in baltimore city mm. right here in baltimore city you know what i'm mm-hmm. saying right here in baltimore city and a lot of us just want a picture you get right. what i'm saying right. a lot exactly. of people take and i'm not downplaying that mm-hmm. but there is more to that yeah. and you can take your gift and so hit his 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 life is a sign mm. that you can take your gift and literally spread it mm. as far as you want it to go you can take a camera and change lives. Yes. Open the eyes of others mm-hmm. through the lens, through your lens. Yes. What you see mm-hmm. and what you need for your life and how you can add to the quality of others. Absolutely. And their lives. And so um, we're going to celebrate him. So this year, I was like, we got to do an honor. Yeah. I said, who are we going to honor? We got to honor our own. Last mm-hmm. year, we honored my mother. Yes. Charity starts at home. Yes. This year, we honor in Jermaine Gibbs. Yes. It is the last Friday of the year. Yes. Love Investors Benefit Association. Yes. Love Investors Benefit Association. All the while, while we're honoring someone who is doing the work, we are inspiring others to get in the work. That's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. You can be a contestant. You can be one. This will be our third year. Yes. This will be our third year. Make dreams year. come true. We make dreams come true. Mm-hmm. Listen, we're giving money away. That's yes. right. We are giving money away. Um, we we are in the blessing business. Yes. Yeah, we are in the blessing business. For sure. So we're going to bless some folk. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Who need to get started, who need to get moved, who need to be, uh, who need to really um, launch into entrepreneurship. Yes. That's what this is about. You get what I'm saying? Yes. And you feel like, you know, you yes. can you can make this happen. We want to be uh, a bridge, mm-hmm. a push, a start. Mm-hmm. So you can be able to be and do and build yeah. what you know you can. Yeah. And we're going to help you get there. Absolutely. Love Investors Benefit Association. Absolutely. This year, we're asking everybody, the donors this year, mm-hmm. the donors this year, our common donor giving um, program, $20 per month. $20 a month. This yes. year is $20 per month. Join Libba. Mm-hmm. Join Libba. Cash yes. app, join Libba. Yes. Join Libba. You want to know about it, go right to the website. Yes. Go to our church website. Yeah. And get w- some w- more information w- about it. So, yep. www.quarterchrist.com. Mm-hmm. So, go to the church website. Um, y'all learn about this, and um, let's be a blessing. Absolutely. This year, number three, and I'm, I'm more excited this year than I ever was. Wow. I am excited. I am excited. I'm ecstatic this mm-hmm. year because, you know, we went through the kinks and, you know, yeah. trying to get us together yes. and learning the people and yes. learning what it takes and learning our people. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes. I, I'm, 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 I had to learn this. You get into it, you learn it. You know what I'm Absolutely. saying? I think I told my church last week, you know, start something and become a student, student of, of it. it. Absolutely. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so, hey, third year. 
Three's a charm. That's amazing. Three years. Let's do this, y'all. You know, it's in the third day he rose again. Yes. So let's do this the right way. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's do this. It'll be a blessing. Love Investors Benefit Association. Mm. In the month of March, I will be preaching um, about um, the story of Job. Yes. Learning how to be stable in instability. Yes. You're going to deal with this, learning how to be stable in the midst of instability. The enemy always trying to destabilize us. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And you got to learn how to be stable in the midst of instability. Mm. And we're going to study this. This is going to be an awesome time. Mm. Um, this story should this story should take me about four or five months to unreally. Okay. You know what I'm saying? It's mm-hmm. going to take some months. You yeah. know what I'm saying? This, you know, it's, a, it's a big one. It's, 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 it's something, <laughs> it's right? It's full. Yeah. You're not so full right now. It's the only, you know what I'm saying? We got we to learn what it means yeah. when the sons of God. You get what mm, I'm saying? Yes. You know what I'm saying? We're meeting with God and the, and the, and the enemy showed up. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We mm-hmm. got to learn what these things mean. And when God says, have you considered my servant Job? Mm. We're going to understand what that means spiritually. Mm. What the Bible wow. was giving us. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And make sure that we really understand that God doesn't bargain with our lives. Yes, exactly. And it looks like if you if you if you read the writ, it looks like hmm. It's like what that's you do? bargain. That's bargain. God is yeah. not. God is not up there mm-hmm. saying you know what hmm. Now that's not that's yeah. not it, y'all. But we're gonna break this thing down. Mm-hmm. All my Beautiful. pastors, listen. The people who are uh, who follow me, listen to this. How we going to um dissect this, mm-hmm. and how we going to give credence to uh, this man's life mm-hmm. and the story and our story and the story of those who have to go through and the friendships that are around us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, the 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 conversation that God has with him. Mm-hmm. We're going to deal with this. Mm-hmm. We're going to deal with loss mm-hmm. and gain. Mm-hmm. What it means to have these things. What is all this about? Mm-hmm. But we're going to deal with this. Mm-hmm. Double for your trouble. How God can give you back. How long? Yes. What was going on? Yes. So we're going to break. We're going to good. unfold all mm-hmm. of this, this, this old Looking story. This, this, yes. Yes, this story. This and then, you know, locked in one of the wisdom books. Right. You get what I'm saying? Right. So we're going to pull wisdom from this. Beautiful. We're going to pull wisdom from this. We got to pull wisdom from these stories. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm excited mm-hmm. about teaching this, and, uh, preaching this. And um, I'm more excited for the people who never read it mm-hmm. and people who want to learn it. Mm-hmm. So I'm more excited for for those people. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Who never went through the whole book, who only know a couple of parts. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Don't well, we slave me yet? Should I trust exactly. him? That's the only part you know. Right, right. <laughs> All my exactly. point in time. Wait till my chat, man. That's, you know, you know a couple of scriptures, Manifest. and that's it. They yeah, yeah, that's it. Uh-huh. You know a couple of scriptures, and that's it. Hey, we we gonna really, you know, unfold mm-hmm. this. So we, you know, it's gonna be a blessing. You know, absolutely. So let let's 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 do this. Let's be this because we are this. Yes. Let the Lord bless us. So that's the first Sunday in March. Okay. So we the got one first more week Sunday in okay. March. We got yes. one more week. And that's the first Sunday of March. This Wednesday will be, we resume our Bible study. Yes. This week we're resuming Bible study. We are back to Bible study. We are dealing with the principles, some of the principles of faith. Mm. Uh, we're going to lay some of these principles out. And then uh, we're going to move on, let the Lord have his way. Absolutely. And we're going to uh, build from this and let God be God. Absolutely. To God be glory. Yes. If you cannot join us live, 1831 North Gate Street, you always can. Follow us um, on Court Vision. Court Vision. And that's on um, YouTube and on Facebook. So we are live streaming from uh, both of those platforms so you to watch Bible study as well. You know, Prince preached Sunday. He did a good job. Yes, he did. Oh, yes, Prince, he did. Man, Prince, yes, he yeah, did. Prince, Prince put his hands in his pocket. He did. See, I'm feeling this. He, he, was, <laughs> he was there. He was locked in. Prince he was told the story. So yeah, kudos to you, Prince. Good job, Big Prince. Up to you, Thank buddy. you. 
Yeah. For the word. Yeah, and the youth ministry <laughs> moving forward. Absolutely. Common ground. Yeah, shout ground. out. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. All for right. Sure. We done. Love you. Peace. Okay, well, thank you all for joining um, this episode of Pastor Anthony Said. Make sure you like, share, comment, and subscribe. Tell a friend. Send the link. Let them listen to what um, you're getting every week here from Pastor Anthony Said. We are your spiritual podcast station, and we just brought you the uncut, unblocked, and unscripted. This is the only place in the podcast universe giving you a balanced approach and a look at the other side. Everything from A to Z. We love you, and thank you for loving us.